and welcome to This Podcast Does Not Have a Name, episode 3 for October uh, 5th, 2021. Hello, Chris. How are you? I'm doing fine. Doing pretty good, uh, all things considered. Uh-oh. You know, not too bad. Not too bad. All things considered. No, uh, nothing bad. Just, uh, you know, life in general. So, oh. <laughs> I mean, it could be a lot worse, so could be a hell of a lot worse well i, I guess <laughs> too bad. that kind of segues into i was gonna ask how your uh how your last week was well yeah i guess i could start you know it could have been better if a certain show ended a lot better so the last week i was talking about how i was nearing the end of the last super sentai series uh apparently i was on the last episode and i had about 10 minutes left of it and I was telling you that it was all building up to what I was hoping was going to be a good fight between basically the last villain. She basically became a kind of cloud of darkness enemy. Mm -hmm. You know, like she became cloud or like the embodiment of all evil. And then she resurrected her two sons, brainwashed them and changed them so they would be 100% forever uh, obedience to her. I was like, all right, we're going to get this awesome fight. We're going to get all the mechs showing up. We're going to have this big fight between them all. And then they're going to find a way to defeat the final boss. You know, we wish we'd have a couple more episodes left in this. Seasons usually run like 52 episodes. And we're only on like episode 50. So they go get a new mech, defeat the bad guys. And then for some reason, a beam of energy Either they fire or shoots up from the bad guys and defeats the defeats her. She just explodes. Like, that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Just <laughs> they don't even deal with her. They deal with her two sons, and then she disappears. And I'm like, what? So they couldn't even with the new mech come up with some BS where they like maybe seal her away in something or freeze her and throw her into space or whatever, right? I was expecting something like that at the very least. No, they, she just explodes from some beam of energy. Don't know how energy defeats her if she's a cloud of pure evil. They don't explain it. <laughs> They're like, I'm eh. Yeah, I'm disappointed with with it, with the build-up. I was like, oh, this is going to be so cool. Like her one son, who's the Dragon Prince, actually became like a giant dragon. <laughs> like, oh, this is cool. And then... It's kind of like a wet fart, just, just, just gone. Uh, it's so disappointing. <laughs> it sounds like, well, we have two more episodes. Screw it. Let's just let's just blow her up it, now. And... Yeah, it's it's like they were building up to all this and then ended the series two episodes sooner than what they normally end at. But average is like 50, 52 episodes, right? Yeah. So they were obviously getting to the end, but then they just it seemed like they just couldn't think of a way to defeat her and just went. Well, this is the end. Like, oh, that's disappointing. So did that the new series. Uh, so far, so good for, you know, Power Rangers. It's a uh, Time Force. Oh, Power yeah. Rangers Time Force. Okay. Which they are uh, Time Police. I know. So they... Oh, go on. I was just going to say, I know the, the English version is Time for Time Force. Whenever they're about to morph, that's like they're saying. Oh, that's I'm awful. like, oh. Oh God! <laughs> I don't remember what they say in Japanese, but um, 
they're they come from four of the members come from the year four thousand or three thousand i mean so a thousand years in the future and they're basically told you know they're supposed to help prevent people from screwing around with time because they figured out how to go through time and they're just trying to now prevent um factories in time and in the first episode the a prison colony or not colony but building the bad guy gets one of the these big like kingpins i guess doesn't get frozen it uh lots of his minions show up and like basically prevent him from getting frozen and have their own way to go or come up with a plan to go back in time which uh was pretty ingenious i guess because the rangers the whole police force there were wondering how how are they going to go through time they should have this ability and they kind of tricked them into sending them back in time and so they've got this huge section of the prison colony thing that they were in that ha houses like a hundred few hundred bad guys that are frozen in time so they could just unthaw them now in the year 2000 hmm. to commit crimes petty crimes like you know i think one person would just say you know i'm gonna steal some paintings like then that that's just that's not gonna help you in the future because those paintings will be gone in the future <laughs> so or you know i'm gonna steal all this money i'm like so how are you gonna get back in into the future you don't have the ability to go through time you'd have to trick the rangers into sending you back through time again or do you plan on living another thousand years which i don't think you can do so i don't know what their end goal really is <laughs> Other than to become maybe rich in the past, but everything we've been told of the Rangers in the future is a lot of the stuff that happens in the past doesn't really matter as long as we prevent most of it from happening. Like, because they're a thousand years in the future, a lot of the stuff it won't really change, just prevent some certain big events from not happening. It almost seems like they're talking about, like, if they robbed, if these bad guys robbed a bank in the past. That really won't affect the future too much. Well, oh, boohoo, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, you know, maybe them destroying the city is going to prevent something from happening. So, right? So it seems a bit weird. And a lot of time they're like, oh, it doesn't matter what happens here. Like, but it kind of does. But also it kind of doesn't because the future doesn't change very much. <laughs> why don't they go back and like kill baby Hitler then? <laughs> so they haven't talked about what they've done so they came up with time i think this is tw i'm gonna say between 20 and 50 years i don't remember the exact amount of years since they've had the ability to go through time but then something must have happened in which they said we can't screw around with time so i am assuming that they that they when they had the ability to go through time someone must have went through time to try and prevent things from happening like, you know, get rid of Hitler or prevent, do whatever they can to prevent World War II, but it must have screwed something up in the future so bad that they said, we can't screw up, with, we can't screw around with time. I'm assuming something like that must have happened so that they would have to have created a time police force to stop time factory from happening. But they never mentioned what this uh, case was. Hmm. So it's... They haven't said anything like that. They also, you know, again, things that happen in the past don't affect the future that much, but they obviously do. Obviously, obviously. They must. Something that big. So 
you know, they try to prevent, you know, the cities from being destroyed, but you know Power Rangers and Super Sentai, the cities always get destroyed to some extent. So it's, uh, I don't know how they fix it. I thought they would say, you know, oh, we can send nanobots to rebuild these buildings. Or, you know, maybe maybe the uh, big monster fights happen in like a stopped time er, uh, kind of thing. But that's not what's happening. The humans in the year 2000 know that there's these monsters on the planet. They, they they know the time rangers exist. So I don't know how they kind of wave away this stuff from happening. So one of the things that's funny in the series is you have four members from the year 3000 come back in the past. Uh-oh. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, we're good. Sorry, I thought something happened with the stream. It was on my end. Sorry. Uh, forget me going, uh-oh. <laughs> so, four members from the past, or from the future, come into the past, along with the bad guys, and they meet a, a guy from the year 2000 who ends up becoming the Red Ranger. This is the second era, or series I've seen where they've tried to shift the focus away from Red to becoming the, from being like the main leader, and tried to shift it off to someone else. This is the second, or second or third time. Second time I've seen it, they've tried to push the main leader role onto a female character. First one was in Ninja Ninja Force? Ninja, I think it was Kaiku Ranger or something like that in Japan, where it was supposed to be Lady or uh, Princess Surahime, the White Ranger. She was supposed to be their leader, but, you know, they always focus on Red as being the one who holds the group together. And that's what's happening here. You have a female police officer who's trying to hunt down the bad guys and prevent their big plan in the first episode from happening. And she's kind of the leader, but Red's holding everyone together and getting them to work together with each other. And uh, and you know how to adapt to the year two thousand. The one thing that's funny is that they're talking about oh we we can't go back to the to the future. Well, why can't you? They never gave us the ability to travel back into the future for whatever reason, right? They're kind of stuck there until they can capture all these bad guys. Weird thing is, every time they need to summon their mechs, they have to contact the future. And the future sends mechs, like their mechs, into the past through portals. And then as soon as the mech fight is done, the mechs like shoot the rangers out from their cockpits. And they go back into the future and leave the rangers there in the past. And they have actively said, why don't you send us back with you? We can monitor everything that's happening in the past from the future. Why don't you send us back with you? <laughs> and they don't have contact with anyone like to communicate with them actually in the future they they can only just comment on what's happening and there's a robot that can only communicate with them they don't have direct contact with them like for back and forth communications so they're just like send us back why won't you send us back but the ships no matter how hard they try and stay in the cockpits they eject them and just go back in the into the future <laughs> It's kind of funny. <laughs> so it's like this weird thing, like, you know, what, just send us back. We don't need to be here in the past, like, constantly. 
we know what happens in the past. Just send us back for like the major events. So it's it's all right as a start to the to this new Power Rangers series. I wonder what else will happen. Like what kind of twist is going to happen in the future of this in this series? So because they kind of hint at. It, it it makes it almost seem like that something in the future is going to happen in this series. But I don't know exactly what, though. I don't know what it is. But they've been dropping little hints here and there sometimes of to something maybe happening in the future. I think it has to do with the... Um, I personally think it has to do with the uh, relative of the guy who's playing the Red Ranger in the year 2000. I think it's like one of his ancestors, or not ancestors, but uh, future generations. I think someone from his his bloodline is going to cause something to happen, for good or bad. I'm not too sure yet. But yeah, I haven't. That's been my rant on Power Rangers. <laughs> Sorry, it's kind of went on a on a tangent. Other than that, unless if you've got something to add. Or to ask me about that? Yeah, I I know the English version. I I know the oh I know the English version was uh, pretty similar to that from what I saw. Um, oh. They, so the Red Ranger was the one from our time, and the other four mm-hmm. were from were, were the future ones, the future Rangers who came back to our time, and yeah, the Red Ranger was the guy from our time, but the the leader the pink I think I it's been a while I think it was a pink Ranger, but she was like the leader of the people who came back from the future who are from the future. So it's kind of what you said before when they're trying to make the female the lead role. Sounds pretty similar to what they try to do with the English version. That's all. That's all I was going to say. Yeah, it's pretty much that. But then you know how they always read, no matter what happens in this series, they always focus on Red as either being the leader or the one that's holding the group together. The one that the entire group ends up uh, throwing a lot of the trust into. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Even if they're in the most dire situations, no matter how they feel about the character, Red always seems to inspire hope in the in the characters. But yeah, uh, other than that, I picked up a few games on Nintendo Switch. They had a big sale last week, and I picked up not too many games, but about maybe twenty five bucks. I bought uh, three classic uh, collections. I think I mentioned. I uh, picked up the Castlevania Classic uh, Collection last week. They also had, when I looked back at the store, the, oh, what's it called? The Contra Collection. So I picked that up. And there was also the Kunio Kun Collection, or Beat-em-Up Collection. So it had Double Dragon 1, 2, 3. And it also had the Kunio Kun games, like Super Dodgeball, River City Ransom, and a lot of the games in that series. And I really want to play through those games. I think a bunch of them weren't released here in North America. And I think they're added in that collection as well. So I've got a bunch of old uh, old games I'm going to slowly go through. been playing through pers- uh, this week. Uh, I finally loaded up and started playing through the first Castlevania game. I'm trying to, the last two or three nights or before I go to bed, I've been trying to beat... A boss. Which one was it? It was. Scott Fleeman with him. Uh, Frankenstein's monster. Okay. I hate trying to fight that boss. 
he is such a pain in the arse. <laughs> Frankenstein's monster himself isn't that bad, but it's the flea man that's with him who's jumping around and throwing projectiles at you. you mean that he, makes the boss Igor? such a pain. If he <laughs> has a name, I guess it would be Igor. I think that's what they're trying to make him. But I can't stand fighting him. It's... <laughs> I don't know when I'll be able to beat him, but he'll be a pain to get through. But I am enjoying playing through the game so far. It's so hard trying to go through those old games. Personally, I've never, I think I spent, like, maybe a run through the game once or twice when I was young, if I even had money, but, and I've never beaten the game, but I never got that far. So, that's what I've been doing. It's tough. Uh, as you would know, going through old NES games, they are quite tough. To get through, oh yeah, and the knockback on on those enemies is pretty real. <laughs> like the uh, flea men and the uh, Medusa heads are are quite a pain, and they definitely put them in places to make you fail. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I've been going through. And what about you? Uh, well, before that, uh, I did play. I have the first Castlevania collection, not the one that just came out, but the. Uh... The first one I have, I haven't played through yet. I did play through all the games and got, I got all the achievements actually for that one. What's it called? Um, you mentioned it before, Technos Japan games like Double Dragon and oh, the uh, Kunio Kun. Yeah, for for yeah. here they didn't have a collection; they just had each game individually. But I bought them all. But you could tell they were part of the same collection just from mm. how they were structured on the title screen. But yeah. Here for the Xbox versions, they were actually published by Arc System Works, and yep. the developers were ITL. I'm not sure what that is, and also Technos Japan. I'm not sure what ITL is. I don't know ITL for sure, but it does make sense for Arc System Works. They've been doing publishing or making a lot of the Nukunikun and Double Dragon games, like they did, I believe, uh, River City, Ransom. River City Girls. So. Mm -hmm. And yeah. they've been kind of like merging uh, those two franchises together. <laughs> and um, what else was I going to say? Oh, that's right. The the new Castlevania collection game that just came out, like the handheld one, those are the two ones that have like Soma, which is like supposed to be like the reincarnation of Dracula when he's actually defeated for real, like permanently, which oh. is really interesting. I've always wanted to play these two games because those are basically a continuation. I think we talked about this, you and me. Uh, Alucard yeah. shows up in that game because the, like those games take place in present day. Like I think Soma starts out with a handgun. That's that's actually like his first weapon, just to uh, let you sorry, which? a handgun. Oh, like like an actual yeah. handgun. That's his first like starting weapon, apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah, and apparently, yeah, that's like Soma is as Dracula reborn as a new person essentially. So that's. I've always wanted to play those games. I'm really glad they came out with this collection. I'll, I'll wait until it's on sale as, as, as I usually do. But yeah, I'm looking forward to playing those myself. Uh, the, you know, our, our Borderlands group, like I know here who, I know who you know I'm talking about, like Ryan, mm -hmm. Chad, and Delena, and myself. We played uh, Castlevania HD or Harmony of Dissonance. It came out for the Xbox 360 and the PS3. It's a, it's a multiplayer online Castlevania game up to eight players, or is it six? I don't remember. I think it may be six, but you can choose like, uh, you know, Julius Belmont, you know, some other, uh, like a, a couple of the girls from the uh, 3D 
not 3D, sorry, the handheld Castlevania games. I forget their names now. And one of them, yeah, you can play as Alucard from Symphony of the Night as well. So me and Chad kind of make fun of Ryan. Well, not make fun, but like we're like, Soma. And then that's what I say. Then Chad says, Alucard. Because like you can do like double team attacks in that game if you go on top of the character and press a certain button. And they say the character's names that they want to team up with. And then all of a sudden we go like, so- Soma, Alucard, Ryan, Ryan. <laughs> We just go back and forth with Ryan. <laughs> He's like, I wish you guys would not do that. So that that's where that came from. But yeah. Anyways, what what have I been up to? Um not that much this week. Just uh I streamed as usual. I, I had to skip Friday because that was gonna be the day I did my Elgato. I finally got it. But I spent the last I and I know you know this, Chris, but I'll say it again anyways. I spent the last two and a half days trying to troubleshoot it and I can't I feel like I've hit a brick wall. I can't get any further, I feel. And what, so if I add it as a source in OBS, the Elgato that is, it's fine. I can leave it run for a couple hours. It's absolutely fine. But I, I slowly found out just through trial and error that the second I have my webcam, it crashes OBS almost two minutes on the dot every time. And I have to like change, not even just scenes, I have to change like the entire collection altogether on OBS and then go back Ooh. to it. And then it'll start working again for two minutes. But yeah, but the strange thing is, like at first people were saying, oh, maybe it's because you don't have USB 3.0. Well, no, I know I do because I checked. First of all, my USB ports have the little blue thing, which signifies 3.0. And then the other thing is I checked my device manager and it says 3.0 in there. So I know for a fact I have 3.0. People are saying, oh, maybe, you know, it's, it's this reason or that reason. But then I, lo- I o- uh, loaded up old school OBS and the Elgato and the camera work just fine on there. So like the camera I'm using now is the same camera I use for my stream. And and I said, you know, they, they both work independently, but why does it not work together on only slobs? Why like Streamlabs OBS? Why does it work on old school OBS, but not slobs? I have no That's idea. It's, it's impossible to pinpoint after that. You know what I mean? It's like, is it slobs at that point? Is it it's, the Elgato at that like point? It might be something with slows, but I don't know what it would be. But that's that, so weird because I've never had that issue with mine, but I get from Gen, or the version four, the one you have. Yeah, it's that's it's weird. the cam has been working fine for months, like it, no issues. It's working fine right now. Elgato, mm-hmm. same thing. It's working fine, but they don't like playing with each other. Hmm. What can I do? I don't understand. Like, how I could possibly fix that? So. Wait. You just go back to old OBS when you need to use that one? No, I don't want to do that. That's going <laughs> to... Oh, I, I'm not going to do that. I really hmm. don't want so to. So what are you going to do? Are you going to send it back? Yeah, or... I got it from Amazon, so I still have most of the 30 days of the refund left. Um, I'm still going to troubleshoot it, but honestly, I, I don't think I'll go any further than I am now in terms of actually finding what's wrong with it and pinpointing it any further than it is currently. Hmm. So well, I... That's... I don't want to return it, but I might have to because what can I do? I can't really use it with the, with the webcam. So that stinks. It does. I guess you still have a little bit of time to look at it just in case you find something, but you're not holding out hope for 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 how much you've already dug in. No, so. I might as well because I I actually saw that the I got the uh, HD60s I think for the Elgato, and um. I found out that there's other better ones I could I could probably have spent a little more money on like once I have bypass for like 4K 
if I ever had a 4K screen, right? So I'm not I'm not too heartbroken. Plus, I, right now I'm using on Windows 10. There's a, there's a free Xbox streaming app, so I've been using that as my source instead of the Elgato. But I can't do the 1080 on my laptop, um, so I was relying on the Elgato to do that. But now that I'm doing the 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 uh, streaming app as the source, it, I'm still stuck at 720 for for oh. Twitch. So yeah, that's kind of like the last straw at this point. Like I wanted to keep the Elgato in case, like for example, Metroid uh, Dread comes out in three days from now. Like I don't have a Switch, but let's say I did, and I want to mm. stream it. Well, good, I can use the Elgato, right? But that's the only thing on the Switch that you can use, right? But at least the, this Xbox app on the PC is kind of my shortcut for my console games. So yeah, I can just work with that for now. It sucks I can't do anything else aside from the Xbox. Is I you know maybe I want to do like Super Nintendo one of these days or as I said like the Switch once I get one that sort of thing but it's super frustrating super frustrating and I don't know what to do at this point and I checked Google extensively and no one has the exact same issue I do so it could Hmm. be my specific hardware it could be something else I have no idea yeah I don't know what to say I've haven't run into that issue i guess as you're experiencing not a lot of people no one has so Mm -hmm. that's upsetting uh my car is almost well it doesn't even start up now i've had issues within the past where it just shuts off by itself i took it i took it into the mechanic and even like the shop i took it into the dealership and yeah no one knows what's wrong with it now it won't even start up at all so i think it might actually be dead for real this time so that's that's really shitty that's another yeah that sucks. So I don't know. I've been uh, job hunting again, applying for a few jobs. We'll see how that goes. I'm looking for something in my field. So, yeah, uh, it's pretty slim. Open? Yeah, it's pretty slim. Slim, pretty slim pickings. But I'm, I'm taking the opportunities where I see them. But so far, no luck on that. Um, what else? What's up? Um, uh, that that's honestly that's about it. I started playing um, Undertale on my stream i did the uh i'm sorry i said i see yeah um well i'll do another stream tomorrow morning and that'll be the last one because i got the neutral ending and i also i'm doing the the uh true pacifist ending now which you can only do if you never kill a single monster whatsoever in the game so even if you kill one you cannot get this ending i'm currently on right now so i'm kind of I did. I did some. Uh, I did like the the major side quests that that opens up to you, and basically where I saved the game, I'm kind of stuck on the path of the true pacifist ending, so I can't really converge off of that at this point. So I'm kind of, oh. I'm kind of, uh... and like every time you play through the game, like I've had a couple of my friends on stream watching me, and they said, yeah, they're like every time I watch someone play this game, I learn something new. Like it's crazy how much Toby Fox kind of put inside the game. And I know you haven't played it yet, Chris, so I don't want to spoil anything for you. I know you know already that there's like a pacifist ending or a genocide ending or a neutral ending. Like we've talked about this in the past. I know I'm not spoiling that much for you as as small of a spoiler as that is, but still, um, it's a really good game. I think you should play it for yourself for Halloween. I think it's not a long game. It's really not that, that long of a game. You're not going to put that much time into it. But do you have Undertale? I believe I do. Question if I was to go through and do the genocide run first, let's just say, 
how hard is it to can you go then back and do the neutral then good or do you have to like get rid of your save and completely wipe it like how much information will be transferred over to say we know what you did last last game you know because most a lot of people will do like maybe the genocide run as like the final thing right because it's kind of hence it has a lot of effect on your next playthroughs so i'm wondering like if you're to do genocide first and then search to then go onto your good paths in future runs or what do you think is the best way to go through should you do neutral good genocide or that's what I'm wondering. How much of a spoiler do you want? None? A little bit? Or I pretty everything? much know what happens. I just haven't played the games. But if you could not have too many spoilers, I'm okay with some. Don't so worry. option two then. Okay, a little, a little bit. Um, I recommend not doing the, gen the genocide first because I know you know who the last boss of genocide is. And that's mm -hmm. legitimately the hardest boss fight in the game. Like It might take you... When I said when I said the game's not that long, that boss fight alone might take you longer to beat than your, your pacifist I, playthrough. I guess I wasn't. I am not kidding. How bad the uh, boss fights could be. So you probably. I I would to answer your question. I recommend doing either a neutral or a pacifist first, in Undertale because it's easier and you learn the mechanics and the bosses a lot hmm. better. Oh yeah, and neutral just means play through it like you would a normal RPG. Neutral and... just sorry. Oh, go on. I'll let you go. Neutral just means you're not getting the pacifist and you're not getting the uh the genocide ending. Basically you fucked up. It's either yeah, you, you so kind of wanna kill everything you or you wanna to... spare everyone. Right. So if you kill someone or whatever, that's fine. If you let them go, you just can't go full on one way or the other. It's like I said, you know. If you're to play like any normal RPG, I'm gonna kill a couple guys, get some money, buy some healing items, and then continue, right? So, do uh, more paths open up? Like, if you're to start up the game straight from scratch, never played it before, and try to do a passive or true pacifist run, will the entire route be open to you, or do you have to beat the game once before certain routes open up? Like, in terms of like relationship run, uh, paths in that um basically except okay the game ends every at every time in the same spot except if you do the pacifist run then you get more at the end oh, okay but other than that if you kill a single monster or you know if that includes a genocide route if you kill even a single monster the game ends in the same spot every time okay okay i i wasn't sure like you know, let's say I had to beat the game once before certain routes open up or things like that. So I guess, you know, I'd have to do... Yeah, okay, I got I got it. I'll probably, if I go through, probably will do the pacifist... No, not pacifist, uh, neutral run first then and then do pacifist then. If um, I'm feeling up for it, genocide. There's <laughs> it could be a slug. Something happens to answer your question. You said not to spoil you, so I'm not going to mention that. But like, if you do the, if you do the uh, genocide route, eat and, and complete the game, every save file from then on has a consequence because you did the genocide route. Oh. Okay. Toby Fox made this game. It's a very small game in terms of how long it takes you to beat it, but it's a huge game in terms of stuff you just cram inside. Like for example. Okay. 
a, a little small spoiler is if you get if you get to the first boss and you kill her and then you reset without saving because keep in mind toby fox made the game specifically so you only have a single save slot that's it so you can't like jump back and forth it's either you save or you don't and if you do save you only have one save spot there's not multiple save spots so if you kill the first boss reset and then and then she'll come and like didn't like the game will call you out for it the game is smart it knows if you save scum there's actually some mechanics like if you talk to a boss who judges you mm -hmm. i think you know who i'm talking about at the end of the game i and, know one of two but go on <laughs> and you don't save and you reset and you talk to him a few more times he gives you an item he's like because he he thinks like you have some sort of time traveling powers which you okay. as you as a player if you, when you think about it you do because you're saving and loading the game mm, right so that's and, interesting and the saving and loading aspect of the game actually comes into play in one of the final bosses of the game too that's all i'm gonna say so oh. it, yeah it's so if you were to do the genocide run first let's just say which i don't think i would do because of how hard it could be no matter how many times you go through neutral and perfect pacifist, you'll always have that scar on your save file because, oh, okay, interesting. You always have that scar on your save. What you can do if you really want to go against the rules of the game, you can actually go, you know, like whether it's on console or PC, you go into your save file, delete it completely, then start a new game because then it's a fresh okay. game that you can get around it that way as, mm, okay. as you. So, but that, if you don't do that, there's actually no way to get around it under normal oh, circumstances. Interesting. So at the very least, even for certain as if you want to see, I guess I'd have to YouTube it after I'm done the game to see what the what he says or what happens, right? Or play through again up until certain points just to see the alternate dialogue choice or not dialogue choice, dialogue he says to you for certain things or that they say to you, right? So. I didn't know how much was added into this. I remember seeing this game, I want to say it was Slow Beef, who I first heard talk about this game. When it came out as like a little demo on phones, on like iOS or something. I don't remember exactly what was on. And he was talking about saying, yeah, this game seems pretty cool. And then I heard the game came out. I don't remember if I talked to you about it first or if you were like, or if you told me about it saying, you need to play this game. It's really good. Like, Sounds familiar. That game sounds really familiar. I don't know why. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think Sloby first. I heard about it from him like a year or two, something like that, before the game finally dropped. So, I do want to play through them. I'll do it eventually. I'm sure I own it on something. I just need to find out what it is. It's probably Steam, but I'll play through it at one point. Um, there's a game I'm going to be playing actually probably tonight on stream. Oh, yeah. What's that? It has to do with uh, these guys back here. I finally got all my SH figure arts for the Guinea Force. Nice. Got them all set up here. The last ones I just got were Berger and uh, Goldo. I'm disappointed with the Goldo action figure. Let me guess. It's either one or two games. Uh, uh, Kakarot? Nope. No? Yeah, I don't think he'll uh, figure out the game. Well, you said it has to do with these, which is your figures, well, it, right? It, 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 it kind of will. It's... No. This way. Nope. Like, yes, it, <laughs> it, it would be it, that way. It is of the Guinea Force, but it's not exactly. It has to do something that I talked about earlier this in for what I did earlier this podcast. Oh, I think I know. Maybe it's oh. the uh, Super Sentai game you bought as a yes. Kickstarter. 
like years <laughs> ago and you never played <laughs> chromo squad that's it chromo squad yes i'm going to play through the game and make the super sentai team the guinea force nice <laughs> nice <laughs> that's what i'm gonna do oh that's awesome yeah, i think i watch that on stream that's what i'm gonna play but yeah uh so all the you know the sh figures are very articulated toys goldo isn't the only thing that moves on him is his head and i can remove his arms put on other arms i give him that kind of whatever pose that he does the other mm -hmm. one so he's kind of a disappointment but all the others are really awesome <laughs> figures so but okay. uh yeah i'm gonna play through that i think that's it really um for me and you yeah you uh something else pop up no just i i'm trying to think um there was one other thing I wanted to say. I don't remember what. Oh yeah, and then once I'm done Undertale, I'll probably start. So on Twitch, I'm doing like a. Um, I'm calling it Shocktober. You know, a lot of people, a lot of streamers doing like scary games or something. So you know, they call it like you know, whatever, like Spookoween or whatever. You know, instead of Halloween, I'm just calling it Shocktober. The month of Shocktober. So yeah, Undertale is not really a spooky game, but I think it kind of fits the bill for kind of a Halloween game. I'm gonna play Bloodstain. Well, there's a spooky character in there. There's lots of spooky characters technically. There's two skeletons. I was thinking specifically the ghost Sans? guy. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> so there's, uh, and then I'm gonna be playing Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Um, what else? Five Nights at Freddy's. The 3D one. Yes, that's a 3D okay. one. Okay. The one with Miriam. I love mm -hmm. that game so much. It's made by I think Inafune. No, I think that's a Mega Man guy. Who's the that's Castlevania? Sorry? Inigaki? No, not Inigaki. Yeah, Inafune. Uh, Inafune. I think it's Inafune. He's the he's the father of Castlevania. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, sorry? I said, anyway, I, I don't remember the guy's name. Okay, so I think them. I'll have to look. It's either Inafune is actually... I'm looking right now. It's going to bother me. I want to say Inafune is the Mega Man. And Inigaki... Yeah, yeah, you're right. Inafune is the Mega Man. Who's the Castlevania dude? Castlevania. Just having father of Castlevania. You probably get to this. I ca I type in Castlevania father and it comes up with Alucard. <laughs> okay. Well, well okay. <laughs> Shouldn't it be Dracula, not Alucard? <laughs> like what? Castlevania creator, I guess. Let's try that. Warren Ellis. What? Oh, that's the Netflix. No. Oh. This is <laughs> not this is not going to work. Here. here we go. Oh, put in Koji Koji Igarashi. Iga, that's it. He, he when he left Konami, he he made a Kickstarter for Bloodstained, and now, yeah, it's it's been out for a couple of years. I think it's a really good game. I played it once already on Steam. I'm gonna play on the console this time on my Xbox. So I've only played the uh, first of the uh, Nintendo inspired versions. Right. So I'm gonna play. I like another playthrough to do, but I think we're good. If you don't mind, I'll play some of the music, like really, like just softly, just you know, so it's like behind our voices in the background for here, just to let you know, it's a really good game. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna be playing that, and then probably some Five Nights at Freddy's One to Four, which is also on Game Pass, and then also uh, I'm gonna try and squeeze in Hollow Knight if I can, which is another uh, Metroidvania game. Have you oh. played Hollow Knight? I have not. I'll be a blind playthrough for me, Ooh. so. With that DLC or just a default game? Um, 
the believe this DLC out now for it. Yes. Or so that's still coming out. The Game Pass version is is the all inclusive version that has everything. So nice. Yeah. There's like there's a lot of achievements that make you play through the game. Like you have to do like once you play through it once normally, get the hundred percent and explore all the maps. Achievements like there are in most uh, cast um, Metroidvania games. There is you know there's like a speed run achievement, a couple actually. There's like a complete the whole game without dying achievement. There's a thing called the Pantheon, which is like eighty bosses in a row. You have to fight them back to back to back. Ooh. Yeah, that's the toughest achievement, but I I can do it. I I'm 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 a I'm a pro gamer. <laughs> I know I can do it eventually. But yeah, I guess, uh, wow, it's been a while. I guess we should jump into some of the news, Chris, if, if that's if all. we can, because yeah. I've got nothing else really going on to kind of mention what I was up to and such. So if yeah. you are quite done, we could go on to something. You could start us off here. Yes. I, unfortunately, sorry, haven't been paying attention too much to the gaming news, but I'm sure you were looking at a bunch of it. I did. So um i guess the biggest piece of news is something that actually happened just a few hours ago today um Ooh. nintendo's well depends how big it is for you right but well <laughs> anyways I, nintendo I heard it, so go ahead i think you have nintendo um had a little little uh I, what's it called I, I i didn't see it live but i think they had like a little, a little like mini direct about um smash and they finally revealed oh, the last yeah. character is and I don't. It was someone I was not expecting. Holy shit! Yeah, why? I can maybe you can explain this to me. Like, why? Why are people so disappointed that Sora from Kingdom Hearts is the last Smash character? Like, like why? Why is there such hatred about that? Wait, there's hatred for it. Yes. So there's a lot of people who are disappointed, apparently. Well, because they didn't get their favorites in. Goku didn't get in. While Luigi's not in. You know, all the other bullshit characters that people wanted in. I was expecting a for the final for it to be a Nintendo property character. I don't know who I would say. I would love Waluigi to finally get in. Personally. But I don't know who people were expecting. Uh, in general, I'm really surprised it's Sora from King of Hearts. Like another Square character. So that to me is, is shocking. And people hating... Maybe it's just because this is the final Smash character that's coming into Ultimate. So there will be no other characters coming in at all. Yeah, that I guess. That, that, that would, could that would be make the sense. reason. And otherwise, like if Sora was out in any of the other if it was if oh, give me a second. If he was announced earlier, you know, I don't think people would hate on it so much. But I don't know who people really wanted. Like, maybe they wanted someone from a different franchise that wasn't another Square Enix, probably. So they had, like, what, Cloud, Sephiroth, Hero from Dragon Quest Eleven, and, I don't know, 8? 11. Whichever Hero was, sorry. And then, is that the only Square Enix character? I feel like I'm missing someone. But yeah, maybe people were expecting a different franchise character to show up instead of another Square character. Maybe they want someone from a Konami property, but Konami's got like three or four characters already in there. Um, if I wanted someone, let's say, from a different franchise, I would have loved to have seen like Wonder Red from One for One One to show up. I think he would have been a cool, cool character. <laughs> but maybe, maybe they were upset that it wasn't Gino. From uh, Mario RPG? 
Mario RPG. That's someone people have been screaming at Nintendo for years, like for the last four Smash games to put in. You know, basically since he was put into, into Mario RPG, they've been screaming at Nintendo to put in. Maybe that's why they're upset, because it wasn't fucking Gino. Fuck Gino. <laughs> Wait, fuck Gino? What? Yeah, fuck Gino. Wow. Wow. When I play Mario that's... RPG, I don't use those characters. I use Mario, Peach, and Bowser. Those yep. are the people I use. I yep. don't use the Cloud guy. I don't use Gino. Mallow? <laughs> yeah, I don't use Mallow. It's a good but, yeah. game, but those characters oh, are... I think I think those characters for being one-shot characters and only being in that game, Mallow and Gino, they're really good characters, Chris. I oh, really, yeah, they're good. I'm I not think... saying that they're not good characters. I'm basically saying... Fuck them because I don't use them, but fuck, mostly fuck the Smash community for saying we need to have these characters in. Nintendo doesn't care about them. <laughs> they don't care at all about them. They're never going to show up in, in another game for as long as they live. Maybe I, as a Smash trophy. <laughs> I think I think they're just obscure characters. For, so for that reason alone, because they've only been in one game ever, they'll yeah. never get used beyond that, unfortunately, because people, people literally go, huh? Who are these people? Like, what? Mario RPG came out like what ninety six? Like, I remember playing it. I remember renting I it. I want to say it was somewhere around there. Yeah. I remember renting it from Blockbuster when I was a kid. Mario RPG. Let's see what year that came out. It's, it's such a good RPG. I was right. Ninety six. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so good. Like the characters are good in that. You know, I say fuck them, but you know, it's you know, I say that as part of a uh, you know, jab the wound to people who like those characters. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to agitate them. But um, they're good characters, but you'll never see them again in anything other than maybe Smash is like a, <laughs> as a, uh, as a, what do you call, uh, a, a Smash trophy or something, right? You you won't really see them much outside of that. I don't know why there's so much hatred other than I didn't get the character I wanted in the game. Yeah. Right. I think that's mostly it. I I, uh, I can I can legitimately understand the hatred that while Luigi didn't get in though. It's so upsetting he didn't. <laughs> at all. Even at all. It's so dumb. He's the only, from what I could tell from the main Mario cast, he's the only one who didn't get in. I don't know the Mario cast. Other than extended... Toad, but Toad is like hiding underneath Peach's dress. So <laughs> yeah, that's he's true. in it in some extent. That's true. That's like, true. The way Luigi doesn't even show up for like, you know, we'll say part of like, you know, he doesn't ride on the motorcycle with, like what is um, what's Wario's final smash? Is it the motorcycle smash? I think so. I don't. I don't own the game, so. Like I... while Luigi doesn't even appear on the motorcycle with him, <laughs> or anything, he's not part of his smash or anything. He's just not in the game. It's like he's the Nintendo character that that a lot of the creators just want to forget exists. And that's if it's um Mario Tennis, which was the first game he appeared in. If you didn't know that. <laughs> Um, I think I did actually. I, I remember reading about that. Yeah, and he, he, they just like forget that he exists or that he was. They, they only put him in the party games. He doesn't get his own game. He doesn't really appear in like the Wario games or anything like that. Just you could be in the party games. You could be that weirdo that that people like, mm -hmm. and we don't understand why. <laughs> but I don't know. If you were to put in, let's say, if you were to put in. A character for these final Smash character in Smash Ultimate. Who would you have chosen, or maybe a franchise you would have looked at? Like, if you were to choose any game, any franchise, or it, what's my restrictions? It has, 
your restrictions are the ones they put into Smash, which are it has to be a video game character. So you can't have Goku because he's a main guy character. It has to be someone who originated from video games. I'd have to think about that. Get get back to me for that answer. I I actually have to think about that one. I can't I can't, I can't give you one off the top of my head. It has to be okay. someone who's like. I like to see someone, like Kirby's in the game, right? Yeah, he is. Um, mm -hmm. Of course, he is. Sakurai made Smash. He wouldn't do a game without his pink, without his little baby in it. Right. Wait, he <laughs> made he made Kirby. I believe so. For like for Nintendo, for the original Nintendo. I believe so. Like the Nintendo Entertainment System, Nintendo. I believe so. Okay, interesting. I didn't know he worked for the company that long. That dude is, looks fucking young. I don't know how he, <laughs> he's old. Then he he's actually old, but he looks young. He's he's quite old, and he's put a lot into into Nintendo and the games. <laughs> like I think he's put more effort into Smash than he ever wanted to into this new Smash. <laughs> he's given a lot. But yeah, uh, it's I I don't know. I'm not sure who. Who people really wanted it. Like if you were to do a poll, who people really wanted because Sora was a character people were yelling at to put in the game for for a long time. Because well, people love Kingdom Hearts. And if you're gonna put someone in from Kingdom Hearts, it has to be Sora. You're not gonna put in Riku. Cause he's like the antagonist, big air quotes on that. Because <laughs> he's not really when you get into the story. But you know what I mean. He's the zero, kind of. He's he's the guy that everyone looks up to, um, you know, he's got all the cool powers, or you know, he's the he's the shadow version of Sora in a way. I got it. I I, I know who I want in. Oh, really? Yes, Sans from Undertale. <laughs> he's already in. He's uh, that doesn't he's count. That doesn't count. Make him <laughs> yeah. a real upgrade him to our actual real character, not a freaking costume you can put on your me. That's that's so that's so insulting. That's so insulting. Make him a real character. And make him have his time travel powers. And make him final smash be the literal thing that you do in the final boss fight. Like the hardest dodging. All the other enemies have to like dodge. You know, and he puts out. Like screw up on like one and then all the arrows show up around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That would be cool and unique. You can't say it's not. That would be cool. And it's, you... it's disappointing that for like the me characters that they don't have a unique smash. They're all the same. It's like. It's based on what type of fighter they are, sword, fight, or gun, right? Mm -hmm. So they all have just the one, so you never get like a customized smash for a me character wearing Sans's head. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that would be a lot to code for all the uh, me character costumes, but yeah, you'll never see that. And I love but... how Sans talks. He goes, you know, I can't in imitate very well with the, <laughs> you know. Sounds like uh, Seth Rogen laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I... So, I'm so so upset about Seth Rogen playing Donkey Kong. Can I play? Yeah, we we I think we talked about that a little last week. But can I play a little I, bit of Sans talking? I'm still upset because every time I think about it, I'm like, yeah, you know, Seth Rogen is talking. I'm like, oh god, it just hurts me. All right, I'm not sure if you'll be able to hear this, Chris, but this is what Sans sounds like. I unfortunately cannot hear it, but I know what he sounds like. The people in the on the uh, broadcast should be able to hear it. I, Thing. Yeah. Unfortunately, I have the stream not muted, but so low I cannot hear. That's fine. I I stopped playing. I only played it for a couple seconds. Anyways, but I'm sure most people listening knows what he sounds like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm sure we're good to move on from that, right? 
Yeah, there okay. was something I was going to bring up, but now I don't even remember what it was. Anyway, okay. it, there was nothing. Um, well, let's see what other news we had, because I think, I don't know if I dropped the Kingdom Hearts news in there, but yeah, uh, that one is interesting. So, what is also interesting? Maybe some scumbag sellers. <laughs> Again? If you know what I mean. Huh? Again? Did we do a scumbag seller? Kind yeah, of thing? we did. We talked about how Mario sixty four last week went for like, well, not like like we talked about last oh, week. I mean, like the uh, the auctions. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's a little different, but I guess it's in the same wheelhouse. But um, you, do you like Oreos and Pokemon? What if they did a sure. fashion dance together? Uh, you get something. I don't know. Is it foods or is it an animal at this point? It's foods, Oreos. If, yeah, I guess you hadn't heard about it. Oreo is putting Pokemon on their cookies. Hmm. I don't know. If I, I might have actually not linked this in the Discord, so I'm sorry. But yes, you're getting Pokemon. 16 different Pokemon are, are... I think this has been out for a few weeks, maybe. And I forgot about the news. There's going to be 16 Pokemon being printed onto Oreo cookies. And some of them are rarer than others. Like Mew. So is Mew yeah, like a 1 out of 151 chance or something? I have no idea what the chance of him appearing in your cookie bag is, but do you want to know what people on eBay think it's worth? Sure. I think the highest I've seen someone selling a Mew cookie, one cookie, for $40,000. What? A cookie? That's the highest. Wow. There are lots of variants in terms of how much it sells. I think the lowest I've seen the one Mew cookie sell for for a buy it now in Canadian on on eBay for was something like $170 that's including shipping for buy it now. I think that's the cheapest I've seen. That's stupid, <laughs> honestly. People are also selling the bags of cookies for like $40 or something or $100 something. It is insane how fast these people are flipping these things and for how much they think it's worth it is so dumb that is dumb honestly like forty thousand dollars for a cookie that you're obviously not going to eat like it's food but, it, 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 it's but, a cookie it's going to disintegrate very quickly like in terms of collecting it right that's why they need to send it to Wally to get it graded and sealed <laughs> no but it's yeah it's insane like I've seen, like, obviously that's the highest point. That's not the average. I don't know what the average is, but I've seen various prices, like 100 to $250 Canadian. That, then it jumps to something like 500 then 2500 Oh, no, 1200 then 2500 then, like, 5000 then 10000 Like, what is going on? Like, obviously there's variance in between there, but these seem to be the price points a lot of them are dropping at. I'm like, who is who, one who's buying these for those prices? Even at the lowest point, who's going to spend two hundred dollars on a bloody cookie mm -hmm. just to have Mew on it? <laughs> and it's it's insane. Like I, I love Pokemon, but I'm not that big a fan to spend that much money on a bloody cookie. You know what it I is. I will wait if I really want it. I'll wait for you know, my local store to get some in stock and just buy a bag, which is only, what, 
maybe like it's under five dollars Canadian for a bag. I think it's what three fifty, four bucks. So yeah, it's it's just insane. <laughs> like, uh, you know what it is? Have you heard of FOMO before? Oh yeah, I've yeah, fear, heard of FOMO. I, fear of missing I, uh, out. I buy into it a lot when it comes to certain action figures. <laughs> and I hate that because it's a psychological tactic that a lot of companies realize, especially in these, you know, this day and age, it works. It really does work. People yeah, and, do, go on. People don't want to miss out on limited time products. It's like buy mm-hmm. it now or never have it forever. It's like it works. I hate to say it, but it works. And people are just capitalizing off that fear, the mindset that people have, you know? Yeah. It's sad because I would say, you know, oh, uh, Oreo, would they they would uh, not want people to buy into this. You know, they're obviously you know going to put out enough for people to get their hands on. And then you find out, like, written on the bag is certain ones will be harder to get than others. And you're like, oh, no, they're completely buying into this. But, like, it's so dumb. Like, every package isn't going to have every Pokemon in it. <laughs> like, yeah. you might get it's, it's how many cookies in a bag in the 16 Pokemon. You could just put one of every Pokemon at the very minimum into every bag. But they're completely buying into that FOMO, but the FOMO doesn't really help uh, Oreo because they're only going to have, they're going to make so many, so much of this product. It's helping the people on the third, on the uh, aftermarket, on the black market, because they're just going to ramp up prices on these and they're the ones who are going to profit from it. Mm-hmm. So Oreo could just put like every Pokemon into it and have pe- let people have fun having cookies with Pokemon on it instead of, you know, putting that. Uh, FOMO into the bag, like written on the bag. <laughs> it's so dumb. Uh, uh, it's so so awful. I hates it. Uh, me hates it so much. <laughs> and I, I'm always blaming Nintendo when this sort of stuff happens. Like when they have limited supply. Like remember the NES or SNES Classic, and then mm-hmm. the scalpers are making you know money hand over fist. Well, yeah. I blame Nintendo because they've been doing this for years. Look at their amiibos, right? Same thing. They're I have an amiibo behind me on the shelf. I can grab it. It's it's a limited uh the uh it's it's the one with Zelda like actually like not Link like actually Zelda and her bird that lets you do oh. the whole skip thing. And I I only bought it because I'm like okay, well I may sell it at some point, but even if I don't, and I want it, that's the first game I get if I ever get a Switch, right? And I kind of want to I want that functionality. Except it sucks. I have to buy a form of DLC. I guess it's this way a form of DLC. Yeah. Before I even have the system or the game, because that's all it is. It's DLC when you, when it comes down to it. Yeah, it's something that should have been put uh, in the other games. Like yeah. the other remakes or remasters of the other games, like Wind Waker, didn't have stuff like that taken out of the games. Like it was so so weird that they would do that. Like Wind Waker, you know, it's not like they get it off. Yeah, there it is. Uh, it's not like they get it off. Uh, the ability to fast travel in that or things like that so and i'm hoping i can use this like i'm not sure how if you look at the bottom of if, if you put this section on your switch i'm hoping it's it's still able to recognize oh hey there's an amiibo there and i know oh, there's like let's go ahead yeah. go ahead i was just gonna say i don't know what the range is on the thing i never use my amiibos on any of the games i open the packages and put them on display yeah. I buy all the Pokemon ones and I buy the Castlevania ones and the odd other ones like 
the Peach and uh, Mario in the wedding dresses, or wedding attire, because Mario's not wearing a wedding dress. I hope not. I still haven't gotten Bowser, because <laughs> I really want the Bowser one in his uh, tuxedo. I want to pose Mario and Bowser together, where it looks like that they're proposing to each other, and have Peach in the background going... So like basically, surprised they they want to marry each other. Do you know that scene actually happened? I'm not shitting you. That scene actually happens in Super Mario RPG. Yep. Okay, just making I was sure. Watching Game Grumps go through it. <laughs> I was watching Game Grumps go through, and yeah, there's a scene in which basically Peach gets like pushed out of the way or whatever it is. I can't remember exactly how it happens, but um, was it Bowser kisses Mario? <laughs> uh, something like that. That exactly. it's there's one of three. I think it's one of three. It's one of several scenarios. If it, you have to collect her, her crown, and then two, I've heard two other objects. I forget. I didn't yeah. know there was an alternate versions of these. There's okay, yes. On. If you do it quickly enough, she'll give you a kiss. If you don't do it quickly enough, she'll almost give you a kiss. If you do it too slowly, she'll tr she'll like move at the last second, and you and Bowser will kiss each other. And this is I this happens this this <laughs> happens in a church too. Yep. So because <laughs> um, what's his name? Not Boomer. Is that his name? Boomer. Uh, it he is. Kind of, it is Boomer. He looks, it is okay. Boomer. He, he kind of looks. No, like sorry, a Booster. 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 Yeah. He um he oh, he almost looks like a weird Wario. Yeah. Before <laughs> but, um, yeah, Bo Booster wanted to marry Peach, and he was setting up a wedding to force her to marry him, and then Bowser and Mario show up and. Hijinks can, uh, ensues. Mm -hmm. I didn't know there's variants of that. Yes. I think I've only ever seen the Bowser kissing Mario, like Bowser Mario like kissing. Like oh, I've never seen. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> taboo. <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah, if you didn't know about the the amiibos, Mario and Bowser are supposed to look like they're trying to ask Peach to marry her, marry them. So it's supposed to uh, kind of pose them looking toward Peach. But if you turn them in toward each other, it looks like they're proposing to each other. And Peach is in the back with her hands on her mouth going, oh my god, it's <laughs> really going to happen between those two. Yep. Peach, you're always the middle woman. They don't need you anymore, apparently. Huh? Well, I mean, if you see, <laughs> if you finish Mario Odyssey, uh, which is what those amiibos are for, she kind of like shuts them both down. Because at the end of that game, they, they are fighting for her. Like they're pushing each other away with roses in their hands and a piranha plant uh, bouquet trying hmm. to show who's the better man. And she just pushes them out of the way, walks past them, and like head and uh, chin held high, going, I don't need both of these. And she just walks away. Wow. Yep. Wow. <laughs> and then she jumps on the ship and goes, I'm leaving you two behind. See ya. As she, as the ship starts to fly away and they're stuck, they're going to be stuck in the moon if what? they don't hurry up. What an asshole. Why would she do that? Honestly. It, it's kind of cute how she does it. She's like, huh. I don't need you to. You know, if you two want me, you have to, you know, show that you're better than this. You should be fighting over me. You know, but basically, you know, they kind of look on her face, you know, how she's acting. I don't it was know. a cute little scene. I don't, I, like I don't I like know, it. man. I, I don't consider it cute if someone abandons me on the moon and takes the only spaceship away. I'm sorry. I don't consider that cute at all. That's that's an <laughs> asshole move. That's a dick move. Oh, no. The, that part is dick, but the way she acted when they were fighting over her is really cute. I like... I love Mario Odyssey. I think it's my favorite Mario game. I don't have a I, Switch, so no comments. I want a Switch, yeah, but like, if if it wasn't for Odyssey, I think my favorites would be uh, Super Mario World or Mario Three. I don't know which one of those two I like the most, but um, Odyssey is 
The second 3D, no, I played a bit of all the 3D Mario games. Odyssey is the only one I've beaten, so maybe I'm biased on there. But I think Odyssey, because of how awesome it feels and that, and uh, it's probably my favorite Mario uh, game right now. So it's kind of high hopes on whenever I play the other ones, but because I've heard some great things about uh, Mario Galaxy, and that has my like my favorite Mario girl in it. <laughs> uh, Rosalina. Rosalina, yeah. I like how Rosalina. I know looks. nothing about her. I know I know how she looks. I know she has a little star companion, but other than that, I don't know what she's the princess yeah, I, of or anything along those lines. Something like that. I don't remember the exact story, but anyway, it's uh, all right. It's my favorite. Uh, but yeah, overly expensive scumbag sellers trying to sell. Oh no, I said that wrong. Scumbag sellers have the upping the price of uh, bloody Pokemon cookies is what we were talking about before we went on tangents. Yes. Uh, scumbag sellers, all of them. It's disgusting. It I don't is. know if I don't know how much these are being bought and such. I know when I went to the grocery store, I didn't see them, so I didn't even know they were out yet. So maybe uh, the grocery store I went to sold out or they just didn't get any in i have no idea but yeah it's awful so awful <laughs> uh what else we got coming up for news you mean news or anything so i got another piece of news so um Ooh, who tell you know cd project red of course the creators of witcher cyberpunk right mm-hmm. well, um they're pretty cool most of the time. Well, you know, up up until Cyberpunk release and the whole fiasco happened, you know, they were considered like the good guys, right? And then Cyberpunk came out. I'm sure you uh, remember this, Chris, because you bought Cyberpunk. And then, oh yeah, shortly thereafter, you know, the game was a disaster for multiple reasons. We won't we won't get too much into that. But basically, they put out a letter shortly after the launch saying, "Hey, we're sorry we rushed the game. We shouldn't have put it out. We we kind of want to earn back your trust because." Everyone was pissed off at them at that point, pretty much. People were saying, yeah, it's a good... Even, the, even PC players who had the best experience at the time of the game were saying, yeah, it's a good game, but it's still... My experience is still being ruined consistently by, you know, all these odds and ends that, are, you know... But anyways, yeah, so they put a letter saying, look, we want to regain your trust. We know words don't mean anything, so just, like, watch our actions and it'll speak for itself. And, and, we, mm. hope, and we hope to get back in good graces. Sincerely, you know, CD Projekt Red. Essentially, that was, that was it. So now there's been a piece of news that happened in, in uh, the last week since we had our last episode, Chris. That, uh, yeah, they yes. they they are not keeping that promise so far. So, so what? So you know how happened? you know how, Cog, sorry, um, CD Projekt Red has a storefront like Steam, except it's called, what was it? Um, good old games. Good old games. Gog, right? Yeah, or GOG. Yeah, or GOG, right? GOG is probably better. <laughs> yeah. Um, instead of GOG. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think most people just call it GOG. Right. So. so the major thing about the storefront, which separates it from everything else, and I know it's the reason you like it, Chris. I never used it myself. Yeah. Is that all the games are there are advertised as DRM free? You download it, it's yours. You don't have to worry about any of the installers or any of the you know malicious software like whenever Capcom releases a Resident Evil has like, what's it called? The, I think it starts with the D or M. 
the the anti-piracy software the nouveau that's it it's it slows down your computer a lot like a fuck ton a lot of Ubisoft games, don't they use that as well? Yeah, but anyways, versions of it. This has this one has nothing to do with yeah. that, but you know, you don't have to deal with any of that stuff. Is what I'm trying to say. So, so recently there was a kind of like a Hitman game. I think I'm not sure which one specifically, but it was one that's like been released in the past already. I think it was an okay. older one, not not the newest one. Um, and if you look. At the store for that game, it even says DRM free. But once you download the game, you find out, oh, hey, it's not actually DRM free. It actually has DRM. What? It actually has DRM. But and the store says it is DRM free. And when I say the store, I'm not talking about that in a general sense. If you go to the, to the games page on the store, like at storefront, it says this game has no DRM on the right side, just like everything else, right? Yes. And users were not very happy, apparently. So they posted a lot of criticism on the forums and started to re- review bomb this game, saying, this is not what I paid for. This is kind of false advertisement. Um, so what happened was, obviously, this got the attention of CD Projekt Red staff in the forums. And um, pretty much an official response on the forums was, hey, guys, you know, we're, we're sorry that this happened. We, we totally get and understand, excuse me, why why you're upset and we'll, we'll kind of fix this and we'll kind of update the story accordingly. So thank you for bringing it to our attention. However, and this is, this is where the story actually gets a little spicy. However, right. we do not appreciate the negative criticism and as such, we'll be deleting all negative criticism about the situation. So it's like, what? Like, you're going to delete all the negative reviews because you don't agree with the negative reviews? Like, that's not how... How review systems is supposed to work, right? Like, no, it's not. I think users have every right to complain and leave legitimate negative reviews. If they paid something and it says, "Hey, don't have to worry about DRM," and actually has DRM, I'm someone who doesn't honestly care about DRM, but I totally get the point of you. You advertise as one thing, and it's not actually what it is when you Ooh. purchase it. So they're getting extreme backlash over this now. So. Are they removing only the negative comments on this game or negative comments blanket over the entire site or uh, storefront? Uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I think it's just this one game. Well, either way, it doesn't make it any less shitty. A, having negative and positive reviews when, on your storefront to allow people to know what is the current condition of the game is always a good thing for consumers. You know, you don't want to buy a game and find out, oh, you know, this is broken or, you know, the game's dead or, you know, this game runs really fine. But, you know, here's this tiny little issue I had, right? Reviews are always a good thing, negative or bad for consumers, that is. And it's really shitty that they are trying to not cover it up, but, you know, get rid of them, even if it is on this one game. I understand from their point of view, get rid of the, you know, to stop the review bombing. but it's not helping. They should leave them up there. Steam didn't Steam get in trouble for doing something like this? Not, um, not similar to this, but getting rid of re- negative reviews, or am I thinking something else? I think you think sorry. I think you're thinking something else because what Steam does is they allow all the negative reviews to stay there. Like they they allow review bombing to stay there, but they have it's all automated now. They the bot goes, hey, that game got a lot of bad reviews recently. 
So probably something happened in the game or something with the developers. So t- keep that in consideration. So they keep it, but they also point out, hey, this is a review bomb. So you probably want to disregard this unless if like there's something that's majorly yeah. going on with the game at the moment. You know, it's, they, they kind of point out, like they, they kind of direct your attention, like, hey, you probably want to ignore this because there's a lot of angry people. Like yeah. if, you want, if you want to look at the, the rest of the reviews, like all here, look at these because this is like guess... more of a fair representation of, of the game. Yeah, I guess in Steam they do have like, especially now. Maybe the, I'm thinking of the changes they did to it, where they'll, where it's now set up like, you know, it's mostly positive or mostly negative reviews, and you can sort the reviews by positive, negative, or what are the reviews over the, like the last month, right? To reflect, you know, maybe a patch came out that broke the game, and you'll wonder why there's all these negative reviews now. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what I was thinking of because I remember the review system not being very good before. And that's probably what I'm confusing with. It's dumb that they're blacking out the reviews in general uh, on GOG, that is. It's very, very bad. And them putting out, like, the whole reason, like you said, we're saying for me, the reason why me and a lot of people go to GOG in general is that it's DRM free. That's what the storefront was built on to begin with. It allows you know people to be able to play these games without DRM, and you don't even need the storefront like their app on your PC. You go to the website, or whatever, download the game. It's on your console, or console. It's on your PC until you delete it. You don't need a storefront or you know an app or anything like that to run it. It's just there, like how old games used to run. And it's dumb that they are now looking at some games and going, "Well, we'll just put them in for DRM." Maybe it was a mistake. I don't know. Like, you know, because it was an older game, maybe they just Square or whoever uploaded a the wrong file to them, right? I don't know. You know, you could sweep that under the rug as, you know, a mistake, we'll fix it, right? But the whole review thing is dumb. If they blanket get rid of uh, negative reviews forever, that's going to be really, really bad. Well, look really bad on them. I, I don't I think hope they don't go that way. I don't, think, I don't that, think they will. No, I don't think that was their intention. Okay, yeah. But yeah, it's more backlash on them, more negative views on them that didn't need to be there. Yeah, like that's the way they, they treat their paying customers when they have a legit complaint. Like they're not making good in their words so far. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're, they're you know, updating the game over time. That's to be expected. The same thing happened to Witcher 3. People are very quick to forget that witcher 3 when it first launched was not as bad as cyberpunk but it was it was down there too you know and then and now it's a really good game and i'm sure cyberpunk will be on that same level at some point but you know they they, they admitted that they rushed it and that wasn't ready and they should have taken their time and they made promises that they shouldn't have so that's that's all on them they shouldn't take it out on the consumers and just go back in the word after saying you know actions speak louder than the words well yeah they do but look what you guys are doing. That's terrible at this point. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's bad for them. I do you know if you can re-edit your reviews on GOG? As I said, I don't use GOG, so I have no idea. Oh right, you don't sorry. Yeah, I have no idea. If you can re-edit, that could change something because people could then change up because I think Steam might allow you to do that or make edits to it so that you could say, Oh, I'm re-up on these are my this review has now been changed and it'll reflect what I actually feel about the game now after yada yada. I don't know if GOG allows you to do that. So Yeah, yeah I, I no, no, you you go. 
I was just going to say, I, there's not much else to say. Just shitty, shitty way to handle the situation. Mm-hmm. Really shitty. I, I don't use COG, not because I have anything against it. It's just, it's, it's you know, I prefer to have my library in one place, and that's Steam. That's just for, for, for PC at least. So that's me. Speaking of that, um, that reminds me. I know I know you don't like achievements, Chris. You're not really into them, but Epic Games Store oh, is like which? Sorry? achievements. Oh, yes. Sorry. Yeah. So Epic Games Store is finally, after like, what, three or so years, going to release achievements on their storefront. Like, Wasn't well, that supposed to be out in like the first year? Yeah. And, it's, and it's, it's, it's a combination of how the Xbox and the PlayStation achievements work. So... Yeah, it's it's pretty what interesting. So PlayStation has trophies, and like you you own, you earn bronze, silver, gold, but then if you earned all of them in the game, you get a platinum, right? Mm-hmm. Xbox, you know, they're the first ones to come with achievements, so it's not as refined because PlayStation had like one or two years to kind of assess and kind of do their own thing. So Xbox is each game has a thousand gamer score, and that's it. Just once oh, you have, you, once you have, upgraded that? sorry, no, they didn't. So DLC will add, you know, a platinum trophy again to the PlayStation or like more gamer score as a number, right? Because at the end of the day, the number isn't, is very comparable to the trophies because it's like, oh, what's your gamer score? Oh, it's half a million. Oh, what, how many platinum trophies do you have on PlayStation? And it's going to be, oh, I have 50 platinum trophies. It's still a number, right? Mm-hmm. It's still a number. It's just a different number, if that makes yeah. sense. So, yeah. Um, and they, they tell you different pieces of information, right? Like, if I tell you I have half a million gamer score, I could have completed a bunch of games to 100%, or I could have just, like, played very easy games, got the first couple of achievements, and just rinse and repeat. You don't know. PlayStation is kind of um, different. It's like, oh, platinum means you've actually did everything. But I could say, oh, well, I have, like, 4,000 gold trophies, but only two platinums. And that tells you, oh, so... You play you play through a lot of games, but you, you don't typically complete them to hundred percent. So what Epic is doing is it's a combination. So I think I'm making the numbers up because I don't remember what they are, but I think it's like if you earn so depending on the difficulty of the achievement, it will be like a bronze, silver, or gold, and like bronze is like zero to forty nine, silver is like fifty to ninety nine. I think gold is like a hundred or above. So it will give you like kind of like a trophy and the trophy has like an xp value of that number so if you got like a 75 that'd be like a silver trophy but it also gives you 75 experience all right each game has a thousand experience just like xbox is 1000g but if you get all the achievements you get an additional platinum trophy with 250 experience and you level up that way so basically you level yourself up as a player like Mm. you have a level I think that's how PlayStation does it too. You have a level because the trophies in that and the PlayStation give you a level too, I, I believe. I think so, but I don't. So remember. yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of a combination of the two because they're giving each value not only they're giving you they're giving you a number grade in terms of how much XP it gives you, but they're also giving you like a bronze, silver, or gold depending on how much it is. So mm. yeah, so, so that's what you mean by mixing. <laughs> it's kind of both. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's not major news, but I thought it's worth mentioning for achievement people, achievement hunters like myself. Yeah, that's it. I personally don't like achievements. I've had one game spoiled for me because of achievements, and that kind of really put me off of ever wanting to look at achievements ever which, again. Which game is that? Um, one of the Tales games for the 360. How how did it spoil um, for you? Like what? Like what? I, what ruined it for you? 
So I was looking through the achievements before I started the game, and it says, kill this boss with his name on it. And the achievements were kill him. You know, in the Tales games, like, well, defeat the boss in like less than 30 seconds. But it was defeat blank boss for the first time in 30 seconds, for the second time, for the third time, for the fourth time. I'm like, oh, so this character who I thought was going to be a good guy, I have to fight like four or five times. So that spoiled the story for me, knowing he's going to be an antagonist for most of the game. Just by looking at the achievements. I would I would argue that's that's kind of on you, though. That's just my opinion. Achievements shouldn't have spoilers in them. You don't have to look at the achievements, though, right? You don't have to, but they shouldn't have spoiler names on them. It should just be, for like for that game, it should have been, defeat the boss of this chapter under this amount of time. It shouldn't have their name on it. A lot of publishers do have secret achievements mm-hmm. so that's, that's kind fine. of that's kind of on them too for not yeah, doing that I mean. but like, i don't know if in the 360 era if they had that they did I, they did okay yeah but i do believe that they should have just had because i've played other games similar to that that did achievements sim- kind of similar you know at the end of every chapter you defeat a boss right but they wouldn't have the name of the boss on the on there it would just say beat this chapter or, you know, whatever in this chapter. And they wouldn't have spoilers as to what you, up to what boss, you know, a boss name or anything like that. That was my problem with it, is that they specifically put the boss's name on there. And it told me this guy's going to be in the game for this long as a bad guy. And that's what was upsetting for me. Is that the character I thought was going to be a good guy, because he was kind of cool looking, um, was not really going to be. Now... Again, in terms of story, that's not going to tell me if he's an antagonist or if for some reason my character is just going to have like a fight with him for, you know, we'll say a training fight or, you know, these two friends are going to test their skill against each other, right? It doesn't tell me anything for story. It just means I'm going to have to fight this guy later. And that's, it still is a bit of a spoiler, right? Knowing who the bosses are. Yeah, so, it, whatever. It, it's a bit on me for looking at the achievements, but... When you start up those games, or you know, you pop in the game, they're like, "Hey, look at these achievements! There's achievements here. You should take a look." Right? Sometimes, or on Xbox, when you get an achievement, it pops up in the bottom corner of the corner of your game, saying you got an achievement, or in the top corner, whatever it was. Right? So they're all constantly trying to say achievement, achievement, look achievement. So it bothers me that they that they would put spoiler names in the achievements. <laughs> That's all. That, that so from then on, I've just been like, I don't get care about achievements not that i cared a lot about them before but mostly because of that because of the spoiler names that some publishers put in i know some have gotten better over the years but some haven't <laughs> yeah like <laughs> I, I i understand your personal feelings about them but you, like, mm. you, you can't deny that like it's it's a thing that people like enjoy to do because otherwise it wouldn't be so widespread as it is and be on every available platform right now right except for like nintendo pretty much yeah i think nintendo's the only one who doesn't have yeah. them or they are very much in the background that you can completely ignore them <laughs> so they they are they are popular enough to warrant i think a little piece of news just because oh, epic yeah, epic are really behind steam even though oh, yeah, they're, they... they're they're trying not to be uh they, they've been playing catch-up and now that they're done with this lawsuit versus Apple um, that we talked about, I think on our first mm-hmm. episode, yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, so that, yeah, just just a piece of little bit of gaming news. That's all there really is to that. Yeah, it's just a little update that they're putting out something that they 
said they're going to do a while ago. Quite a while ago. But yeah, it's definitely worth mentioning for those who like achievements. Um, there was something that I mentioned off podcast, like almost immediately after the last podcast, that I wanted to bring up very quickly that you told me you didn't know about. Oh. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 movie. Yeah, I did not know about this. So, did you see these, not spoiler, but little bit at the end of the first movie? Uh, that would show Tails? the character. Yeah, Tails. Yeah. Yeah, so Tails is obviously going to be in the next one. People were pretty sure, since he wasn't in the first one, that he would have, he would show up in the second one, right? The same human characters are going to show up, or, you know, two main ones, and Jim Carrey are supposed to be showing up again for the next movie. And they showed my boy, Knuckles. Knuckles? A, yeah, Knuckles, in a movie poster, or what looked like a movie poster, uh, sometime after that, and the name of the person who's going to be voicing him. And that person is Idris Elba. Nani? Or Idris Elba. I hope I said his name right. He's, he'll be voicing Knuckles. I'm saying that to bother people. <laughs> who, who is that? He's an actor. I don't... I cannot say... Sorry, I don't know exactly what movies he's been in. He's been in quite a few things, especially recently. He's getting pretty big. Well, you mentioned his name, so... Yeah. yeah, I thought I thought you like just give me a second here. I'll bring up his IMDb because I know he's been in quite a few things and things that you know about. But let me just see here: Suicide Squad as Bloodsport. Okay, I haven't watched the movie, but okay. Obviously, Knuckles. He'll be voicing him. Let me see what else. I know there's been a few things. Thor Ragnarok is Hemd uh, as Hamdel. Hamdel. Oh, hum oh him! I know who he is. He's 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 been in some of the MCU movies. Okay. Yes, I was pretty sure he was in some of the MCU stuff. I just didn't know who. Right. <laughs> so he, I wanted to double check that. You you will like that character because I know you haven't seen Avengers, but he mm. he saves Hulk. Okay. Is he okay? No, uh, I'll wait until I you know maybe <laughs> watch it eventually. Okay. Uh, Star Trek Beyond as Krull. Star Trek but Beyond. Yeah, so, huh. Yeah. That. I don't know, is that the second or third movie? I didn't like the first new Star Trek movie, so I just haven't watched the other ones. But yeah, he's in a lot. Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance, <laughs> apparently. He was in Thor as, oh yeah, he, the same character, Hamdahl. Yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff like TV and movie and stuff. I don't know how much voice acting stuff he's done. So this might be his first one. But yeah, uh, he'll be voicing Knuckles. I hope apparently when i heard about this a lot of people were like oh yeah it's a, that's good it's good he'll be in the movies knuckles I'm like does that mean people want to hear his voice as knuckles or they just like idris elba i'm not too sure yet i hope they have he does a easter egg i hope he has the he has uh oh, what he called i hope he puts on a big a, a big accent that you don't expect from Knuckles? No. <laughs> that's that's what I'm talking about. Yes. When you go, the Easter egg I'm talking about is just like at the start of the movie or maybe at the very end. Do you know the way? Oh, man. Ugandan Knuckles? <laughs> Ugandan. Oh, my God. If they, I want to see that. If they do that, if they 
do if they start putting in memes into the second movie, they have to have a scene in which someone says something stupid or or tails or something stupid, and they zoom in on his face with that stupid tails meme face. Just that the bad animation of tails. Which one? And there's, I think if you type into, um, let's see. Tails meme, yeah. Just type in Tails meme face. Okay. Into Google, <laughs> I would love for them for them to do three D version of that and zoom in on his face as he's going. Whoa. <laughs> Where was this even taken from? I don't know. I have no idea. But if they start doing memes, I mean, how far into a meme do you want to see? Do you want to see? Do you want to see Sonic the weird sex addict? A meme, like a weird meme of that, or do you want like Twitter Sonic meme to show up, like the weird Twitter version of Sonic? Okay, like, how deep into the meme territory do you want the second movie to go into? This, if they start doing memes, this <laughs> meme is basically from some user from Deviant Art, so they probably wouldn't use it because they don't want to get copyrighted from this person. No, but you could do a version of it. They could do a version of it because they'll be recreating it, really, right? They they could go somewhere into that, but how far into the meme territory would you want to see Sonic to go into if they were to do memes? Do you want them to go full in, just dive head first, or do you want them to dip a toe into like do a brief quote from him going, "Do you know the way?" And then that's it, and no one ever questions what he says. My answer. And they take it straight serious. My answer yeah. to your question is yes. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that's it. They, they announced that the, a lot of the old cast will be showing back up for the main characters and that it will be Idris Elba voicing Knuckles. So I hope that's cool. I I haven't heard Idris Elba's voice too often, although I've seen something with him in it. I hope it's one that people love, or would like, love to hear as Knuckles. So. And Knuckles is one of my favorites. Knuckles and Shadow, they're my two favorite characters for the male male characters in Sonic. I guess you have characters you can think of as male. So do you mind if I put you yeah. on the spot for a second? Go ahead. <laughs> I hope this is going where I think it's going. It probably is. You do the best Arnold voice I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> oh this is not going where I thought it was going. <laughs> okay. I don't know where you thought it was going, but so should I even uh, ask? <laughs> I thought you were going to ask because I said my favorite male characters. No, like no. Ask you my favorite female characters. No, I, I, I think I know. I th that bats girl, probably. Oh, hell no. Amy. No way. Amy. Nope. nope. I don't. Oh, that robot. That that bunny girl with the with the robot arm from the cartoon. Sally. Uh, Cream no. the rabbit and Sally Acorn. Yeah, Chris that's a, Sally. That's it. Those are my two favorite okay. female characters from Sonic. Okay. <laughs> now do Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> Kill me now and listen to me later, you puny, scrawny man. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Oh, man. Imagine if they did, if they just got someone completely different that, you know, like if they got Arnold to do Knuckles. Imagine that as his voice. Yeah, because you know, because you know, Arnold can't do any other voice. Of course, <laughs> kill me. Man. Do it. Do it now. Do, I... it. do it now. Get to the chopper. <laughs> yes.
But yeah, that, that's all I wanted to bring up because you had no idea that they had even kind of announced the second Sonic movie. No, I did not. <laughs> I um, hope in this next movie, sorry, just as a quick, I hope they go a little bit harder into because they showed them at the end of the first movie, Jim Carrey in Sonic's world. Yeah. And his, he has no hair. He's got like a, a, a kind of like a staticky looking mustache. I'm like, so are they going to like make him now start to turn overweight to that? Are we going to get egg shaped Eggman in the next movie or more eggger shaped? It would be cool to see him start to know, put, go more in that, in that way. Cause I like Jim Carrey and the clip that scene of him as Eggman. I'm like, yeah, that, that could work. That, that seems cool. So the more they lean into Eggman, the better, I think. It seems it seems they're bringing them closer to the video game roots. Like now he's looking the part, and then he might have all the bad nicks now after he makes them. So yeah, we'll see. I hope they go that way. Anyway, that's all I really want to bring up. Um, if you don't mind, I'll bring up one other thing. Yeah, go ahead. On a different tangent, going to uh, from a voice actor in one thing to something tangent to voice acting, but not really, uh, a manga creator. The creator of the Goglo 13 manga, uh, Saito, sorry, I, I just had his name here for a second. Takao Saito. Yes, Ta Takao? Takao? I don't know. Takao how to... Saito. Yes. You spotted his name before me. Sorry about that. The creator of Goglo 13, passed away recently at the age of 84. That is very sad. I don't know all of the mangas he's been working on. He's been working on this for a long time. Um, apparently, this is the longest running manga in terms of like volumes. He put out like 201 or 202 manga volumes. And he holds the world record for it. Wait, I thought One Piece was the longest. That's crazy. One Piece is not. Wow, that's old. good. I'm glad. <laughs> One Piece is even close. One Piece is like around a hundred, I think. I'm oh right. wow. Okay, that's interesting. I don't yeah. know. I don't know anything about Gogo Thirteen or anything about him. So I, I have really nothing um, to add about this. Unfortunately, roughly Gogo Thirteen is about a Japanese hitman. Okay. So I like to think of it as like hitman slash. Um, not really um oh what's his name the james bond not really that but you know it's more of a hitman character like he'll he'll get a job he'll he'll hunt down you know his target get in their head figure out the best way to get rid of them and that's what a lot of it is is him trying to figure out how to get rid of them or at least that's what the movies were like but yeah it's it's never really had any spin-offs or i don't think it's had a spin-off at all until just recently they, they did one or two spin-off mangas finally. It's always been about, I think, this one hitman who went under the title of Gogolo 13. Um, the one thing that I thought was interesting, other than, you know, it being the longest running manga, um, or could, could still being produced manga, is before he passed away, he told the company he was working with, I want you to continue the manga without me if I pass away. So he was still working on it up until this point, and I guess he was training a bunch of people and the studio was on how to continue the character and series without him. And he told them explicitly, I want you to continue my work when I'm gone. So, and the uh, studio has said, we will continue it. We've got a team that will be working on it. 
and we're starting some spin-off mangas of different characters in the series, I think. So it will continue. I don't know how many volumes came out here in North America. I read that only like maybe 13 came here, but I could be wrong. I don't know how true that is, but like it's it's gotten an anime. It got two or three live action movies and a shit ton of manga, of course. And I want to see this uh, series continue because I think the movies themselves, just in general, are cool. And it's worth checking out if you like uh, Hitman kind of sell the storylines. I don't know what to say. It's just interesting, this going off of the back of like uh, the Berserk manga creator and how he wasn't able to pass on his his franchise properly, whereas this gentleman was able to say, you know, I've been in the game for so long, I'm definitely getting old. You know, I'll start training up some new guys and I'm going to explicitly tell people, you know, either this is where I want to go or just continue it where you think it's going to go, right? Like he's handing down the reins to them. Unfortunately, he passed away, and he's, I want to say he was doing this forever, like for 50 years, hmm. or something like that. It was a long time. That is a long time. Yep, that's not much to say. I never personally read them, just watched both movies, and that was um, it. It says here, uh, Gogo 13, Gogo, I think I said that correctly, uh, celebrated its 50th year serialization in 2018 and Saito celebrated his 65th year as a mega creator in 2020 so just last year oh wow okay so he's been doing it since literally he was 21 yeah wait did I get that right no no I got that wrong uh 19 actually I think yeah 19 still I believe either his first manga or when he first started doing Gogolo 13 I believe he like won an award for it so, hmm. or he won a award for it later on. I don't remember, but it's been, it's one of those mangas that's been around forever that I do believe a lot of people, Westerners, weren't able to get a hold of very easily. If I'm correct in saying only like 13 issues came out here. It's, it, it sucks that we don't get them, but maybe there's just not a big enough market for them. Maybe when they tried to bring them over, no one was buying them, but possibly when they were bringing them over, manga and anime wasn't super big. You see that a lot with certain manga. They'll start to bring them over or bring over part of it and go, no one's buying them. Stop bringing them over, right? Mm-hmm. So that that definitely happened like early 2000s or uh, late 90s, right? So, and anime and manga wasn't super, super big then. <laughs> Not like it is now. But yeah, that's... I think that's... It's, for me, it sucks. He's gone, but he's living behind a leaving behind a uh, a big franchise that will be conti- uh, carried on. I hope it continues on well. I'm sure that the company will do well for it, hopefully. Is there something else you wanted to bring up? Uh, no, well, you could bring something up if you'd like. Because I think I did the last kind of two-ish. So apparently Sony bought... Um... Uh, was it Blue Point Games? Developer Blue Point Games, and they made the games Demon Souls, Shadow of the Colossus, or at least the remakes of those. Yes, the remakes. And honestly, there's not really much to say about that. I mean, it's not really surprising because these this this developer was only publishing games for PlayStation anyway, so 
now that they're a first party developer, honestly, it doesn't make any difference to me. Like, it's not really that much, not that, that, you know, it's not really that big of a deal in terms of news, but still interesting to note that they're kind of locked to the Sony brand now, but they were originally anyways, it looks like, but Sony must have really liked what they did with the remakes to have, have published them or to have bought them straight, uh, straight out. Mm. So I have not played the those two remakes. Uh, I unfortunately had bought the like Shadow Classes is one of my favorite, or I think it is my favorite PS2 game. But mm. I bought the remaster of it before I found out they were remaking it. So I'm like, well, I'm not gonna rebuy it again. Just have the remake. And then you look at it, and go, that looks so pretty. I want to buy it. I haven't bought it yet, but the, the from what I've heard from people and what I've seen of it of that and the Demon's Souls remake. They look so good. I think for Sony, this is a good get. The Blue Point are really good, especially with the remakes they've been doing. I wonder if they'll continue down the re- remake route, or if Sony's going to trust them with doing a their own game, their own IP or something, or make a new entry point in a in an old franchise or something. Right? It's will be interesting to see what they can do. They're they definitely have potential, as you've seen. I'm sure you've seen trailers, or if not gameplay of one of those two games. And they're really, really awesome looking uh, and <laughs> seem to play really well. Yeah. So good get for Sony. They don't say, I believe, in these articles how much, but I mean, whatever. I don't think in a lot of these they'll, they'll say the, the price, but it would have been nice to see, to see you know, how much they bought them for. <laughs> um, nothing news related, but it kind of reminds me of a tangent. Chris, I'm not sure if you remember this, but... Back in the day when we were uh, we were roommates, I remember you playing the original Shadow of the Colossus on the PS2, and you're stuck in the second boss. And I was just like walking by and watching you, and, I, and and you're like, I cannot figure this boss out. And I said, just out of the blue, because I oh, I, yeah. I still have never played this game before. But like I'm looking at this boss, and I'm like thinking, okay, Krista doesn't know where his weak point is. I'm like, did you try looking underneath his foot? You didn't say a word to me. But then, like, you shot, like, an arrow underneath his foot. And, like, you got the weak point. I'm like, okay, I'm not sure if he's mad at me that, like, I spoiled it for him by mistake. I was just talking out loud. I was, again, I never, I still haven't played the game. It was just a lucky guess. But looking at this Mm. big stone-ass dude with feet, I'm thinking it has to be underneath his foot. Like, the, 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 you know, the the kind of, you know, what's the word I'm uh, I'm looking for? The kind of, like, typical Achilles heel, you know, sort of thing. Mm literally achilles heel so yeah. do, do you remember that <laughs> i do remember and it wasn't like i was upset that you spoiled it for me it was more like i've been on this boss forever and sean shows up he goes oh they might be there i'm like oh my god it is there <laughs> a bit of a, a bit of like oh my uh, god and you know a sigh of relief that i was finally able to to not figure it out but to see where it was because as soon as you said that i'm like it can't be and then sean like it is there. Oh my god! Now I didn't see, you know, where the kind of glowy butt bit was. So like down here. So I went. I don't know how long it would have taken me to get through that. That must have been like my first playthrough of the game. But I've never forgotten like all the bosses, how to defeat them since then. But it's it is my favorite game. So it's not like you spoiled anything for me. It's one of my favorite games. Or it is my favorite on the PS2. And I I remember that. So you're just oh, like, oh, maybe it's here. You cut out for just a second, the last sentence. Oh, I'm just reiterating, reiterating what I said okay. before. Like, you just showing up and going, 
huh, maybe it's here. And <laughs> you weren't looking at the game for that long. No. Like, oh. <laughs> well, a sigh of relief and disappointment that I couldn't figure it out. To be After fair, for so long. I, I didn't mean to spoil it. Like, how can I spoil something if I, if I even I don't know? That was just a yeah, lucky guess, it, it, sorry. Yeah, it's not, it's not, <laughs> it wasn't as fun. It's just, you know, an observance going, hmm, maybe it's here, as you say when you walk by and look at the game for 10 minutes. <laughs> no, no, it's. To this the, day, um, I wasn't sure if you're still pissed off at me for that or not. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be pissed off about at you about that. It's just one of those moments when someone tells you how to do something and you just quietly do it and go and just think to yourself, it was there the whole time. How come I didn't see it? <laughs> and you just not acknowledge the person, not because of them, but because of you. And you're just like, I can't believe I didn't figure it out. <laughs> it was in front of me the whole time. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> but yes, I remember. I remember that. <laughs> Okay, I'll let because you linked these last two. I'll let I'll let you bring them up if you want. I think we have two more pieces of news. Well, there two. I do know one is that TGS happened or is happening this week, and a lot of games have been obviously being shown off there, and I think I must have linked an article that kind of shows off a bunch of games on there. If we want to like quickly kind of run down like some of the ones that stand up to you on that list. One I'll say quickly, uh, Final Fantasy Origin, Stranger of Paradise, uh, gets a release date for March, March 18th, uh, 2022. I didn't know that they were that close to having it completed. I didn't think it was going to come out this soon. I was expecting more, you know, later in the year if it was coming out next year. Mm -hmm. I'm personally not looking forward to this. I don't think I'm playing it. But the fact that it's out, do they have another demo or is it just the one demo? Out? Apparently there's a second demo out, which I just Ooh, discovered okay. now. So it's actually out for Xbox as well. But this is a this is a like a I guess it's technically current gen. So PS5 and Xbox Series X only. That's it. Oh, okay. Interesting. They'll have to start pushing these new consoles at yes. some point. And this is kind of a bit of a dan tangent again, but Chris, if you type in my Twitch chat, and any viewers who, who listen to this are free to come to my channel and do the same thing. If you go to my Twitch chat right now and type exclamation point chaos, you'll actually get something from that game. Here we go. I'm not going to say what it is. So if you want to see what it is, you can kind of Come see for yourself, essentially. I'm like, H A O S, right? Yes, one word without Sorry. space. I, I'm probably going to spell. Okay. <laughs> so it says, I'm here to kill chaos. That's my mission. Looks like chaos has been waiting for us. I know one thing I want to kill chaos. <laughs> Need to. It's not a hope, but a, or a dream. It's like a hunger thirst. You sure chaos is here? This is. This is the shrine of chaos. <laughs> He's here. Uh, we just have to hunt him down. The darkness is so thick I can taste it. This is it, no doubt. Chaos. We're here to kill chaos. I've become chaos. And that's all some of the well, not all, but that's some of the quotes from the first trailer. Because mm -hmm. they people were memeing that the trailer that one dude says chaos over and over and over again. The trailer. That, that that's. Not specifically what he says, but that main character is specifically one of the reasons why I don't want to play the game. I don't like that character. 
Not saying that the game play will be bad. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be good. It's being done by Square. I'm sure they'll be good, right? But I don't like characters like that, really. Especially his look. That's but you know, I hope people are excited. I hope people are super excited and that this game comes out and it's good. I'm not I'm sure I'll watch someone play through it. You're muted. Oh. I'm muted. Okay, you're, you're Thank good you. Now. Thank you. Thank you. I must have accidentally permissed yeah, my mute uh, button. Well, yeah. But yeah, I'm sure it'll be good. But um, yeah, such a quick release date turn can I turn around? Yeah. Like maybe years since the first trailer? I guess it's not too long, but still. Apparently this demo, the second one, has multiplayer features. Ooh, interesting. Like group multiplayer or Dark Souls the invasion multiplayer? I don't know, honestly, but I don't know if they're doing the Dark Souls y kind of invasion stuff. Because um... isn't this kind of like a Dark Souls y ish similar ish combat system style game? I, I th- Thinks so. I again I, I want to say it was I've played a demo so I can't answer but yeah I'm not excited for the game but I'll probably pick it up I'm not picking up for full price you can I could I saw it was on my dashboard today you could actually pick uh, pre purchase it I'm like mm-hmm. I'm not paying 120 dollars for whatever they're they're trying to pr- make me pre order here I'm just gonna wait until it goes on sale and I'll play it then so I'll play it but I'm definitely not rushing to play on day one either it's mm-hmm. we'll we'll see and and yeah it, it's based on Final Fantasy one it, it's it's not like it's not like canon, but it's it's based on Fallen Fantasy one, and we both know that Chris Sabat, your favorite voice actor, will be playing Chaos. So there's that yes. at least. Well, he's not my favorite. But he voices my favorite character, <laughs> so in Dragon Ball. <laughs> so I'm not even sure who I would consider to be my favorite voice actor. I thought it would have been Chris Sabat. No, he just voices my favorite two of my favorite characters in anime. Well, not in anime, but. He voices Vegeta, and then he voices one of my favorite characters in My Hero. All oh, All Might? Yeah. I, I've never seen the English version of uh, My Hero, so... Yeah, he's alright. Um, right. Anyway. There's a <laughs> lot of games coming out, so I think we should, for the rest of them at least, kind of... Yeah, well, I was expecting to keep it short, and then we kind of went on, but do you have another one in that you're... Not that really. That's, that's really... Like, I have a list here, but that's really the only one that before I looked at this list that I knew of. But one thing that's actually on this list that I, I forgot to bring up, I was going to bring up was really quickly. Um, for, so Phil Spencer, the head of Xbox at Microsoft, he just confirmed that Xbox shortages are going to continue into 2022, which is to be expected, right? So if mm-hmm. Xbox is under that, when PlayStation is more popular at the moment, PlayStation is also going to have shortages until 2022, I'm sure. So that's more than likely. That's That's something to be aware of. So that's all I wanted to say about that. No, yeah, I I missed that, uh, that one. Um, yeah, I didn't know about that. So, if we were to look at a few other things, you know, we got a little bit more news. You know, new uh, a couple more gameplay features for like SMT uh, five or new Shin Megami Tensei five. Uh, you know, that's still coming out, of course. For Spoken, they were talking about you know their magic parkour system i'm not really paying attention to that game we did see you know a little bit more stuff for square enix's uh, new mobile game coming out final fantasy 7 the first soldier which is a battle royale i believe mobile only game that takes place since 20 years 
before Final Fantasy Seven. Or is it? 15? Oh, I don't remember how many years. It's coming out next month. Next. Holy crap! I didn't think it was next month. Yeah. But yeah. Um, weird thing about this because I saw the trailer quickly. I didn't watch the whole thing. Is that you'll be going through iconic scenes in Final Fantasy Seven. So you'll be able to run through the, the the destroyed church and shoot up people on Eris's flower bed. Well, and I think that's really really weird that they're doing that. Like, you know, of course, Final Fantasy VII. Hey, look at all the iconic places, but certain places I would think shouldn't be there. Yeah, like I wonder, like, are they going to have you fighting? In the flower beds outside of Eris's house, <laughs> like are they gonna go that far and go? Hey, look, you know, start tw- start uh, just murdering people, looting bodies in front of Eris's, like right on Eris's doorstep, right? Mm-hmm. Is that gonna be a little weird? I find, like, I don't, I don't know who this game's aimed for because it's a battle royale, which mm-hmm. I, I'm personally not into. I, I don't, I don't like playing those games. But then it's, it's a Final fan. It's based in the Final Fantasy Seven universe, so it's kind of like you want to see these locations. But are you willing to play this game that you don't particularly like for it? Like, who is this actually made for? Because they're not going to compete with like Fortnite or like Apex. Like, why, why, why make a battle royale game in a Final Fantasy Seven setting? Like, I really don't understand. Uh, because Final Fantasy Seven is hot, and if they can make it to number two or three, at least they made it up there. Maybe they could get some of that um, that trickle down from Fortnite. You know, yeah. someone rages at Fortnite from losing, and at Apex, well, here's Final Fantasy VII. Or as you're waiting to jump into a game in, you know, whatever game, like we'll say Dead by Daylight, and you're taking forever, well, you could just turn on the mobile game and play that until you get into a real game. It so, just... I don't know. It seems so weird to me. Like a single player RPG is like nine day compared to like a multiplayer competitive battle royale, isn't it? Like it just yeah, seems like it's, it's being tugged in two different directions right now. I don't know. But Square is expanding the different types of games that they're making. Like they have some live service games in such, right? So they're just expanding to another little market. They've never done a battle royale thing. All of their mobile games have been like what you would expect from a mobile game. Lots of lots of uh like currencies in their games to obfuscate you know where you're spending your money you know yada yada this is their first like more actiony multiplayer like actual multiplayer focused uh mobile game so it's completely different it's just weird that set in final fantasy 7 world and explicitly they'll have places from the final fantasy 7 game and not like you know you're just on a battlefield or in ruins somewhere like are you going to be going to wutai uh, maybe I don't know. Like, it, it just seems a bit weird. I'm not going to play it. It's not my thing. But I'm sure I'll watch maybe someone on YouTube or on Twitch play it for like an hour and go, "Oh, that's what it's like," and then I'll turn it off. Maybe if there's actual story, I'll watch uh, story bits of it. But no that, that's what I'm life. saying. How can you have a story in the battle well, royale? Like, it makes no sense to me. I think they have. I think because it is. I think it's supposed to be in big air quotes canon because I don't remember for sure. Um, I think it is supposed to be canon. So this is supposed to explain where soldiers started off at or something, but I don't know exactly what they were saying. So I do, do, ooh, I do believe this is supposed to be story. Just I don't know how much or how it's going to tie in. Will this actually have a consequence? Not, con- not consequence, but 
will this will there be a reference to this in Final Fantasy VII uh, Remake Part Two? I wonder because someone is going to have to be maybe shown in the next game, which will tie into more of Soldier. So I'm guessing. I I, I don't know for sure, <laughs> right? I. We'll it, see. It's so weird. Anyway, it, it comes out next I, month, so we'll see very shortly. Yeah, well, we'll definitely see. Something to keep an eye on, at least for story bits, which is what I'm interested in that. Yeah, same. Um, You know, a new Altier, uh, was it Altier Sophie sequel is coming out. Hooray! I haven't played any of them, but I really want to pick up I've the never Altier heard. Oh, Altier. No, is that yeah. like the shop teller thing? No. 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 It okay. Is, um, I'm jrpg so i've never heard of this then so you, 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 you girl alchemist i want to play them yeah that's fine we, we can move on um <laughs> yeah that, that's all i want to say about that um was it a rudin chronicle rising i think i said that properly i believe uh, so an action rpg spin-off from the from that series got a little bit of gameplay trailer looks all right i don't know it reminded me of, oh, what game was that? There was another action RPG where you could swap out, not swap out, but then you could swap out teammates to get around, like, um, over map um, terrain and stuff. But in, in battles, you had all your teammates on this field. And when you did combos in that, like, you could actually do combos and fight with them and swap out teammates or tag in teammates during the fight. I can't remember what it was called. It had a big Kickstarter, like, years ago. And it came out. I want to say it was done by someone or some company that people looked at afterwards and said, I don't like him anymore. And they want to support the game. Oh, crap. Sorry, it reminds me of another game that came out like a few years ago. I wish I could remember the name of it. I'm sorry. But something about this combat system. So you could go in. It's like an action RPG system. And... On the fly, on the um, on the 2D plane, you can combo and swap out party members. And it looks like a really cool combat mechanic system in this game. It looks very interesting. It's maybe one I will have to keep an eye on. I never heard of this series before, so maybe I'll take a look at the first one as well. That's all I really want to say. It looks really cool, nice. Uh, it's kind of mobile, like modern day mobile ish style uh kind of graphics style but um it looks nice and smooth and very artistic i like it um anything else you want to bring up quickly uh for the games not yeah not particularly well then i'll just mention a few others sega is making a new RPG called Sin Chronicle. I did not get to look at this trailer. I will definitely be doing that after we're done this. So I'm very interested to see to see what they're going to do. Uh, a successor to one called Chain Chronicle, I believe. But I do believe this is also an iOS game and Android. So another mobile RPG. Hard pass for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't really do mobile mobile gaming. I will definitely take a look at it, but I don't think I'm going to buy it. The new Monster Hunter stuff that I was talking about last week, 
is actually an expansion called Sunbreaker, which is going to have a new hub, monsters, locations. I do believe, because I think, I want to say Rise took place in, like kind of like medieval Japan. I think this is going to be like, um, not medieval, but, you know, old kind of European style, I believe is what the new art style looked like for the new area. I could be completely wrong on this because there was something else mentioned about Monster Hunter. Oh. Oh, yeah, um, no, same game. Monster Hunter Rise is coming to Steam. Yeah, I, I was going to say that. I'm like, well, there, that's something that I, I probably won't purchase, but I'll talk about yes. here. Yeah, coming to January of this coming year, 2022. So. Um, expecting the dlc not to drop with that right away no but it might i don't think it will it'll probably come out in a bit after that um what else i will quickly scroll through uh oh yes a game that i've been waiting to come out for years because it was delayed apparently twice let me it's guess finally gonna be coming out let me guess gungrave 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 Gore. Oh, it looks really good. It's been a long time since a Gungrave game has come out. And I'm excited to play this. I don't know if my buddy Rob seen the trailer because I linked it to him. And he's been waiting for this to come out. We were disappointed that I think there was a VR game that came out. And we're like, oh, well, we don't have VR. We can't play it. <laughs> so this will be cool. One thing I thought was weird about this is this looks like a different Beyond the Grave. If oh. you see the trailer, huh. it doesn't, yeah, something about it seems weird. It doesn't seem like it's Beyond the Grave. It seems like it's a cross between Beyond the Grave and Brandon Heat. Like in terms of the way he acts or moves. Uh, if you watch the trailer, I think you'll know what I mean by that. Maybe I'm very wrong on that. Just something about it seems weird. But if it's another, if it's a spinoff or if they're just going, eh, here's another game with the characters. I, it doesn't bother me really i'm sure it'll be fine but looks cool i don't know if you're only going to be playing as beyond the grave or if you'll be playing as other characters in the series because he did show the other hitman that he trains in the series i don't remember his name the guy in like the kind of was it a white coat no black coat but he has little tiny shades i think you know what i mean i yeah the, the guy that brandon trains yeah 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 He's shown in the trailer, but I don't don't remember if he's playable, but looks cool. Yeah, but, I, I I no idea what Grungrave was until we watched the series together. So at least I have some idea now. Yeah, Grungrave is it's pretty cool if you if you're into kind of mafia, um, uh, well, I guess it would be like mafia slash uh, revenge stories. I guess is kind of a good way to put it. Looks good. Uh, Guilty Gear is getting a new character. No, not Guilty Gear. Sorry. I also get two different stories. Guilty Gear is going to be at Arc Revo at the next Arc, Arc Revo uh, tournament, which is cool. And King of Fighters 15 revealed its first all new character. Uh, who is a rival to Shunrei. Shunrei? I'm sorry if I said his name wrong i'm trying let me click on this so his, I or, actually get the, his or her name isla it's isla isla i do believe it's female but she is. is a rival to shunrei or shunei shunrei it's, 
don't know, Shunrai, I don't play the game at all, but Shunrai seems like it's a female name. I could be wrong. I believe that's a male character. Okay. I'm trying to remember exactly because I know I've played them before. I'm not super big into the fighting game, into like the FPC and stuff like that, but I like to touch fighting games here and there. My buddy Rob's more into it. I am. He's into... waiting. He's waiting for King of Fighters. Been waiting forever for the game to come out. <laughs> so. I am into fighting games, but King of Fighters is something I've never touched. Doesn't really interest me in the past. I'm more of a. Cap, I've always been a Capcom fighting game person ever since I was a kid and I played Marvel vs. Capcom in the arcade. That was like, oh my god, what game is this? This is amazing. Oh, Optic then, Blast! Optic Blast! Behold! Optic Blast! Then a game that may be getting remade is of interest to you. What's that? Max may finally be acknowledged in his years and years. This is uh, Killer Instinct? Maximilian. No. In Damn. his... Uh, no, <laughs> nope. Um... He's been shouting for years for MVC two to get yes. re released. I I know all about and his. That uh, may finally be getting done. I know all about his hashtag free MVC two. I've been yeah. keeping up with it. It may finally be getting done. Good. No conf no confirmation, but the people I believe who did the Capcom, um, the Capcom collection, uh, fighting game collection. Sorry, I don't remember the name of it for sure. I believe they are trying to talk to Capcom and the other parties to say, can we get this remade? Can we remake this for you? So it may actually happen. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, new character, KOF, first new character, awesome. More fighting games may be getting re-released. Hopefully MVC2 comes out. That would be nice for all those in the uh, game community. Uh, what else? I think that was the, really the last one that kind of stood out to me at the moment. I'm sure other games will come out because these are some of the bigger highlights. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there's tons of other games that uh, we, we'll miss on and such that may just pop up in the future. And you said there was probably one more thing. Yeah, it was something... You could go ahead. You something you linked, but I have no idea what this on honestly dirty pair. I I, I you linked it. I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm not sure. I've never seen dirty pair. I haven't even heard of it till now, honestly. So I'll let you handle this one. I. That's the only thing I didn't click on as a link that I need to talk about. Oh my god! So, dirty pair is a good old classic uh, anime about I believe a pair of bounty hunters. I want to say is what it was. Sorry if my knowledge on it is wrong, because I watched the, I believe it was the OVA series of what, like 20 years ago. And oh my then God. I was going to watch the originals, like the rest of the series. So apparently, what I'm talking. Wait, go on. 1985 television anime. <laughs> That's yes. old. That's old, it's dude. Old. So what's, what we're talking about is that the, let me actually bring it up so I can actually talk about it better. Right, Duff and Nozomi Entertainment announced on Friday that they will have a Kickstarter campaign to fund uh, an English dub on Blu-ray of the original Dirty Pair television series. Now, the rest of the series, so the feature, the movies, and the OVAs have all been released on DVDs with English voicing. For years, but the original series had only come out here 
with Japanese. It's never gotten an English um, dubbing. Hmm. So this will be the first time it'll get dubbed and it'll get Blu-ray release. And I do believe they said, because um, they've met their uh, goal. They met the funding goal like pretty fast on this. So I do believe they have like the rest of the month to make to meet stretch goals. They did say this isn't the only way people will be able to get this. I do believe after bankers get their copies, it'll be six months before we'll hit uh, stores. So that's good. People will be able to buy it normally. You know, don't lock it off to Kickstarter. That would be kind of shitty. Yeah. Kickstarter is obviously a way for you to back it, and you will get some extra extra stuff in it. You know, get your name in the credits and stuff. You know, nice little rewards. Um, the one thing that I also thought that was cool about this is they also announced that through this they will be doing, sorry, doing. They will be releasing the rest of the series, like so OVAs, uh, featured and movies. They'll be releasing like the rest of the series onto Blu-ray as well. So this will all get Blu-ray releases. I don't know if they'll be getting upscaled or remastered. I don't know how far into that they'll be doing, but it will at least be getting re-released. I believe that the series should should be getting remastered, but hopefully it comes out well. I am probably going to back this for the for the Blu-ray release of the original TV series. And then I'll wait for the Blu-rays of the rest of the series to come out in the stores. Because as of right now, I could get the rest of the series on DVDs for like $30 or $40 each. And to get everything, I right now I do believe it would cost like it would cost less than if I was to back the entire franchise in the Kickstarter. For the Kickstarter, it would be, it would be like a $250 tier up, but you are getting a lot more stuff like the plastic standees, you know, uh, auto, not autograph, but, you know, some some poster cards and a bunch of other stuff like naming credits and stuff. But I don't really need all that extra stuff. I just want the DVD. Oh, I just want the Blu-rays. So I'm probably going to back it just for the Blu-ray of the TV series. And then I'm going to go and wait for the Blu-rays to be released into the public and pick those up. Now, as someone who's never even heard about this until now, is this something to actually get excited over? For those who like the original show, yes. For those who like old, the old anime, yes. Um, if you've never seen it, I do believe that this series has been released, the original TV series. And that, I do believe it has now been released onto... Uh, not Funimation... What's the other guys? Um, Crunchyroll? Crunchyroll. So, if you don't know if you're going to like or not like the series, you can go watch it on Crunchyroll, I believe. It is definitely available on something to stream. So, go check it out. It's definitely like an old anime series. Uh, okay. I don't know if it's something to get excited about. Like, it's not like one of the huge ones, but like, it was kind of big back in the day. It was one of the few that came over. Yeah, in a way. <laughs> so those who were watching anime back in like the '90s will know what Dirty Pair is, <laughs> but it never got like super big here. I'm just glad to see it coming over and it finally getting a remaster, mm -hmm. or not remaster, a uh, English voice. I didn't know that this never got uh, dubbed. So I I posted it here because I'm I'm looking at it going. I can't wait to see it. I like the Dirty Pair series, so. And this will be the first time I get to watch the original TV series. I've watched, like, the OVAs and I think the movies. So 
it'll be nice to see the entire franchise now. They and it being put on Blu-ray means, and on streaming services means, here guys, check it out, right? Just another way for people to get it. The girl who is voicing one of the girls in the show, she has a long cast list here. Like, again, I didn't see Attack on Titan in English, but she played Han, Hanji Zoe. So, it, like the, the commander, like the girl with the eye patch from Attack oh, on Titan. Okay. Again, I haven't seen the, Eng I've seen the Japanese version. I'm not sure how the, uh, how the English version sounds like. Mm -hmm. In Dragon Ball Z, she, oh, she just played a TV recorder. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. What else? Okay. Um, Is she fairly newish or does she have like a long list? She has a long list. Oh, okay. I wonder if I wonder if it's the same voice cast. I never did look into that. Slayers, the motion picture is I never seen Slayers as Mel Melarune? Melirune? I'm not sure who Ooh, that is. Okay. Queen's Blade. Uh <laughs> what else? Queen's Blade is a good one. Pokemon <laughs> TV is K, whoever the K is. Neon Genesis Evangelion TV. There's no character beside it. Mm. So who knows? It says TV, so I'm not sure what that means. Instead of the TV series, I guess, but it doesn't have a character. Yeah, so just Gal Force. I'm, I'm not sure what that is. Gal Force is another one from back in the day. I like. Okay. <laughs> I would love to get that on DVD or Blu-ray. Dragon Half. I, you've, I Same think with Dragon Half. Yeah, Mink. She played Mink. Whoever that <gasps> she is. She plays Mink in the English version. I'm oh, not. I've that. never seen that series. So. <laughs> I've got it on, on DVD. I believe. Cutie Honey as Honey Kisigari. <laughs> Please oh, okay, well, here we go. Bryn Hilder Bryn Hilder in the Darkness as Kotari Takatori. I I I don't know any of these. But she's people. been doing anime voices for quite a while. If she's yes. doing like Dragon Half and such. Yeah. Okay. That's so yeah, just just a quick quick bio of her. Yeah, I'll have to double check just to see if they're if it's the same two at least for the two uh, main cast members if it's if they're the same but i almost expected it to be if <laughs> if uh if they've been voicing for that long but if not if it's not the same i hope they do good voice work because i don't know if in the um if in the other step if it's the same voice characters or not like same voice actors or not uh i don't know for sure because we know back in the day they would swap out characters just in the middle of series sometimes like voice actors like goku had like four voice actors yes. in the original dubs. <laughs> so Well at least actually... at least in the dubs we got in Canada, to be clear. Because the dubs we yes. got in Canada were different at the get go. The ocean dub. <laughs> yeah, the ocean dub were like I I think they kind of converged into like the same the ocean dub stopped at a certain point because Funimation kind of got all the rights. But up until that point there was like several different companies doing Dragon Ball Z at the not exactly the same time, but more or less the same time. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much something like and, that. But yeah. Mega Man from the Mega Man cartoon was also Goku. <laughs> you know, dun, 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 super fighting robot. Dun, oh, dun, 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 fighting robot Mega, Mega Man. Man. Yeah. That was the same voice actor. Goku and Mega Man shared the same that's not not even the same voice actor, the same voice too, actually. <laughs> oh my god, really? I yeah. didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. And something again, my superpower is like I I can recognize voices very easily when it comes to the sort of things. Uh and yeah. That's the same person, Mega Man and Goku. Same exact person, same voice. Mm. Same. He need well. 
got yeah speaking of that like if we're i think that's all the news but i would have to say i think actually i know who my favorite voice actor is oh okay um so let me bring up his name here so if you want to spell for time okay just about anything so yeah uh i've uh, something i forgot to say was i've been playing the diablo 2 release to uh yeah, it's 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 kind. Of, I've been playing very casually. You can play you can play like a second job almost and like farm gear, but I've been I've been really been doing that. Also, if Metroid oh Metroid uh, what's it called shit Metroid Dread. Dread comes out in three days from now. I guess two days three from days. now. Two days from now for me actually. Oh, yeah. I didn't think. I thought it was yeah, like... if I had a Switch, I'd be playing that. But yeah, I I can't really purchase a Switch right now with my current situation. So. I really want to play that game very badly. And it's funny because one of the new art- news articles I saw was <clears throat> Metroid Prime game as a whole is less memory, takes up less memory than a, than a Call of Duty update. Dread is only like 4.1 gigs. Wait, for size? For size, 4.1. Wow. Or was it 6.1? Anyways, I think it was 4.1 gigs. Oh, wait, that's small. Let, let me check. But yeah, and like a, a typical Call of Duty update is like 10 gigs. So it's like... It's like Look at Nintendo how much like granted it's a 2D game, but still 4.1 gigs mm-hmm. for, for that for such a good game. Well, we know it's gonna be good, right? Yeah. So I've... I found the voice actor. He was also a Power Ranger. Oh, let me guess. Because this is the most of all the Power Rangers, he's done the most voices, so there's a very good chance. It's Johnny Young Bosch. It's Johnny Young Bosch. Yeah. He also he voices Ichigo Kurosaki in Bleach. He voices Kaneda in Akira. <laughs> he voices like a lot of characters I like. You know what? Yeah, uh, Bash the St- I believe Bash the Stampede as well. Artemis and Sailor Moon Eternal. Like just a lot a lot of shows and games and that that every time I hear his voice, I'm like, I know who that is. I like this character. And I think he's one of my favorite voice actors. He made like so, I'm gonna say you know. I usually when I think of my favorite voices, he's usually one of the ones that just pops into mind. Like this is the guy, <laughs> this is him, and it's probably most because of like Ichigo and and Akira and stuff like that. So, <laughs> um, yes, that's that's the one answer that is correct, Chris. <laughs> I, I I agree with you for that. I, I agree you know what's weird? Every time I think of Power Rangers and that, I go, oh yeah, you know, they're, they're cool and that, and someone says. Yeah, you know, in Jung, Jung, oh, I say his name wrong. Jesus, sorry. Uh, Johnny Young Bosch was the Black Power Ranger. I'm like, oh, he wasn't. Yes, he was. And then I think, and then I think of him and I go, oh my God, he was. Yeah. I just forget every single time when I think of Power. Rangers. How do you forget every time? <laughs> because I think of him <laughs> as a voice actor, not as an actor. <laughs> That's why. So. <laughs> I, I was right. Metroid Prime is only four Prime. Metroid Dread is only four point one gigs. Wow, I didn't think it was that small. Wow. Yeah. Holy crap. I don't know if I'm getting it right away, but I do want to get it. God, I, I want think... it so badly, but I can't. I don't have a Switch. I don't have a Switch. I can't afford one right now with my current situation. You can't get one so. just yet. <laughs> no, I should. I shouldn't buy a Switch right now. Yeah. Soon, but not now. Not soon. Not soon. Anyways, I think at least for me, I think that's it. That's it for me. Yeah, Chris. I think that's it. If there's anything else, there's no point in talking about. It. We've rambled on for quite a while. Yeah, um, we, we can wait till next week. Yeah. So 
I think I'll start the closing here. Uh, I think uh, if you guys want to get a hold of me or for whatever reason, I'm on Twitch under underneath uh, Prince underscore Kaboom and Twitter under uh, was it at C S Shabang? That's C S or C S C H A B A N G. If you just want to check out, you know, me posting uh, pictures or retweeting stuff about kaiju's and uh, Super Sentai, whatever else I find humorous. Uh, and uh, in a few hours, two or three hours, probably, I'm probably going to start uh, a stream of uh, what was it called? Chrono Chroma Squad. Chroma Squad. Thank you. When, when, uh, but yeah, that's uh, it for me of where you can find me and you. When your co-host knows the name of the game better than you, that you're about to play. <laughs> I, I'm really bad with names, all right? <laughs> Super bad with names. I can't even remember Johnny Young Bosch's name. This is true. I forgot. This is very and true. I had, and I had said it like a minute before. <laughs> yep. You can find me on Twitch and on Twitter under the same name, Zorb underscore Zex. Um, yeah, I stream, at least for now, I stream Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays on Twitch. Usually starting at 9 in the morning EST, and I go until at least 3 p.m. in the afternoon. Uh, I'll have a bonus stream this Saturday. I know I keep saying that, but I keep pushing it back. The last week, what happened was I actually canceled one of my streams. As I said, I had two and a half days of troubleshooting. Hopefully this week we'll do the, the Final Fantasy 10 speed run that my community met. They raised 100,000 channel points for me to do this, so... Oh, yeah, wow. it's going to be a was twelve. That a, uh, was that one viewer? No, no. Okay. <laughs> no, no. You can only donate two thousand points per day per person. So. Oh, it's like it. Okay, that's something I don't know about on Twitch. Yeah, it was. Okay. It was. It was a thirty-day challenge. So, we met it. Our community met it. I'm going to try and fulfill it this week. It's. It'll be the third Saturday. I say I'm going to do it. So, but to be fair, I had some issues the last couple. So. It is, yeah. it is it is a bonus stream yeah. on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I, I I should I should use Twitter a lot more often. I do use it every day. Um, I, I should be posting on there more often than I do, and I'll try to do that. But yeah, um, I do post when I go live on the Twitter as well. I do I use it for that at the very least. But yeah, Twitch mm -hmm. is Twitch is going to be fun. I think this week. Um, tomorrow morning I'll be doing Undertale, finishing that off, and then we'll jump into Bloodstained for uh, Shocktober. And then we'll see what uh, what other games we want to play after that. All right. That's it for well, me. That's it for you. That's it for me. I think that's it. We're done for the week. Thank you guys for checking out the podcast, uh, whether it's video or other or audio. But um, take care until next time. Take care, Sean. Yep. Take care, Chris. I'll see you guys next week. See you. Peace out. <laughs>